All right, so I got Mary Beth Bailey here tonight, and the conversation is going to be about uh, why pot shouldn't be legal. And uh, I threw it up on social media. I was really happy to have a bunch of responders beside you, but you were the first one. And like I said, it wasn't bad that you were cute, oh, so it was nice. Uh, so I, I decided to talk to you and sent you a message, and then we talked on the phone. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised to, I, you were like, I think that you were the perfect candidate to talk to because you weren't somebody who you've never done pot. You've never smoked pot. Never. Right. And uh, you've never done anything else either except for no some, drugs. Right. right no, some some alcohol. No coffee. Right. Just a little alcohol. Now, is Bailey the maiden name? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, I, you yeah. can't be a Bailey and not have some alcohol. Well, my father is, nah, he does not drink. No. And he does not appreciate his children or his grandchildren drinking. He was, uh, both my parents were raised by alcoholic. Oh, uh, yeah, that'll do it, right. So it does run in the family. And it was something that was very much instilled into our lives. Okay. That we should not drink. Um, and there was no question about absolutely no drugs. I mean, I'm Irish Catholic. Yeah, I was right. raised in a, you know, very, very, very tight family. Um, and we just didn't do it. And right. I... I mean, when we did have alcohol, my mom used to be like, my mom, if anybody was going to drink me, it would have been my mom. Right. (laughs) But she smoked. Oh, yeah. And she died from uh, non-small cell lung cancer. Wow. And I watched her die. I watched my grandma progress when I was 16. She had... But your parents smoked and you never... No, my dad didn't. My mother. Your mom did... (laughs) And you, my so my mine was the opposite. My dad did. My mom, well, my mom did, except for after sex, I guess. And then we found oh, that out the hard well, way. Oh, there you go. Because we There's found other things to do after right, sex, though. We, we found a, we would find a pack of cigarettes in my mom's dresser. Oh wow! And uh, my parents made some weird excuses for years, like you know that, like oh yeah, you know that. And it was a different. My dad smoked Marlboro Reds. Oh, and, my mom did too. Okay, right. So it was some different brand that was there. And we never, you know, we were little kids. We never found, figured it out for anything. And I think somebody found it, like, on a, like, we were, like, my mom told my sister to go get a brush or something out of the drawer. And it was in the junk right. drawer in her room. And uh, what are these cigarettes doing here? And, you know, oh, those are just old. And I don't, so I don't know, I don't think from see, the yeah, see, 70s never, or whatever. But And my best friend is the same way. We never, so we you, both were raised with. You had cigarettes in the house and you never, ever even just tried no. a cigarette. No. Wow. And I neither was did smoking, my sisters or my brother. I was smoking cigarettes in fifth grade. No. And it just was disgusting. It lasted like, and oh, it is still disgusting. to me, right. I mean, and I think she, my mom never, ever said, don't smoke. She just would say, don't do what I'm doing. Now, how did you get through adolescence? Like, okay, I grew up in Frankfurt Square, and I mean, it, today it seems strange, and if my sons were to hear it, they would really think it's strange because... Like, kids are not the same way now. No. But when I was, so I was in, I was 10 years old in fifth grade, and I would steal cigarettes from the, the cabinet that my dad would have his cigarettes mm-hmm. in. And we would smoke cigarettes, like, at my buddy's fort. And we were, like, terrible. Like, we weren't smoking cigarettes, like, inhaling it. We were just, like, breathing it into our mouth and then blowing out. Like, whatever. We were 10. But... We were smokers. We were like trying to get into little bars and get to the cigarette machine right. and, you know, put money in them and get cigarettes out of them. Uh, and then, that, so that was 10, probably like seventh or eighth grade, 
we were stealing bottles of wine and uh, whiskey. Like, yeah, why did you get through any? Because, I mean, if you were one of my friends, you couldn't have made it through Well, like, okay, my grandma was, she was an alcoholic. I did not know that growing up. And I was very close to her. But I didn't realize that she was. My uncle was. And I knew that because he was staggering and he would, you know, slur. My grandma was more of like a functioning one. And the stories I heard heard about my dad's dad, who was, you know, always down at the bar. Yeah. That was just voodoo. But my grandma, she would, like, if she poured the beer and you get the foam, she let us take a sip of that, you know. My mom, you know, if she had a whiskey sour, we were able to have the fruit off of it or something. Sure. But it was nothing like... We weren't told never to do it. We were told that what could happen. Sure. And so I think being Irish, <laughs> I'm a control freak. <laughs> so I never wanted to be like that. I right, mean, I just right. I just obeyed rules, I guess. I guess I was a geek. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't know rule. that. I mean, I had a guy at Carpentry that I worked with that he had never had a drink in his life. And his, I want to say, might have been his parents or something like that. They were an Irish family, and I think that the dad was an alcoholic, or someone around was a really bad alcoholic, and there, his straight-up reasoning was, I don't want to drink anything because I think I'll probably like it, and then right. I'll be an alcoholic. I, I can see that. I think it was the fear of it, like that there's kept him away from it. Right. So he never did. I mean, he was a guy that was drinking, like... 18 cokes a day which i mean that's really well I, i'm too. not gonna be you know little miss goody two-shoe when i was eight, in senior year in high school every weekend i did i drink. did drink yeah right, right but sure as soon as i mean i was more into like uh being going to the gym and things and that puts weight on you oh yeah right, right so right. i was like i'm not i put some weight on oh so you were just conscious of like i was very conscious i played softball i was a cheerleader played volleyball right. oh, you know i know so, i'm so aggravated with i see you know, young people now, and they've got like, like I'm like, oh my god, the yoga pants, sweetie. Like, there is nothing that's a mystery. What's going on right. down there? Exactly. Then they have that. Then have that. No, no. A girl in a Gap shirt on it went down to her knees. I'm like, you don't know what's going on there until exactly. she takes it off. I'm like, exactly. Terrible. But I mean, I just, my mom would say, and she she would say certain things like, you get one shot with your body, don't ruin it. Yeah, right, you know right, things right. like that, and and to watch her, she was very very tiny, but we I never realized how she could gain weight until she had cancer and she had to come off the cigarettes and she started to put weight on. She wasn't heavy or anything, right. but it was different to see her with a chubby face. So now that would lead me into the the conversation that we're having about the the marijuana stuff. Like in in my view, drinking is far worse for your body oh, yeah. health wise sure. than it is. And the few times that I've that I've partaken, like we were oh god, it was a long time ago, but we were we were snowboarding and I mean I got like way too high. And I was like, I am gonna so pay for this tomorrow. I woke up and I'm like, I'm straight fine. Like there is not a problem here at all. And I was expecting to have like a real problem. Um, like I mean the worst thing they had going on was my stomach was killing me from laughing so hard the night before. I got like an ab workout out of the situation. Oh, there you go. Um, so like, but I wasn't, you know, I wasn't like at all. I think it was a little. Uh, and then another time, I somebody gave me an edible and I ate way too much of that, and I was stoned for like four days. Like I was like, oh my god. Two days later, I'm still like, I'm not right yet. Like something's not exactly right. Uh, so, but. As far as physical effects, like you're not going to ruin your liver, you're not going to like you right, know. Right, but you can. I mean, if you smoke it, yeah, it's pretty much the same. 
is smoking a cigarette. I mean, there's chemicals in it. Now, if right. you got the natural thing, I mean, I understand that's different, but things are different than when we were growing up. Absolutely. Kids are putting other things in it, right. and they're mixing it with other drugs. And Well, and just the way they're genetically injured. So, like, we talked on the phone, and some of the stuff that I kind of, like, agree with or, like, uh, there's never been somebody who's OD'd on THC, right? There's never right. been someone that's died of that. But I don't know if that's going to always hold true because when we were kids, if you got if you got pot, it had 17% uh, THC in it. Now you can get stuff that's 48% right. THC. Right. And you don't know how your body's going to react oh, right. to anything. I mean, anything foreign in your body, even right. alcohol poisoning, right. people die from that. You well, know? I just don't know if they're ever going to get to a point where something's got so much THC that somebody could go into a coma or... I know that you can take enough THC to have it turn into a psychedelic where you're like tripping as the far as The thing is, goes. is that, okay, you're tripping, but you don't know what you're going to do. You know, you just like some people sure. can get in a car and think they can drive and they end up killing people, right. you know, from drinking. Yeah. And, but they knew, you know, that they, they, they thought that they could do it, but they, didn't. Sure, and sure, the same sure, thing sure. with pot. You know, I mean, you don't know how you're going to react. I think pot's react. more of a like a accident in slow motion. Where I would say the the danger is if you're like a a regular pot smoker, you could wake up 20 years later and be like, "What the fuck did I just do with my entire life?" <laughs> well, no, I mean, I I never did that kind of stuff because I didn't want to be somebody's conversation the next day. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, I always oh, wanted to be somebody's see Mary conversation. Doing that, you know. <laughs> so. I always want to be the conversation the next day. <laughs> I do did you not see what Geithner that. did? Uh huh. Yeah, that was no, my goal. Not. Right. Did not. There's that Catholic upbringing. You no. do not. Want to be. I there was a reason I had a 12 inch white mohawk in high school is because you know I wanted to be the the scene. But uh, so so, but anyway, so like I'm gonna have a guy on who's gonna talk about. I got a guy that I talked to that that once he I don't know what he knows exactly. I'm gonna find out. But he's been smoking since he was like 14, and he's in his 40s. But do you and, ever hear about these people? Like, I remember one guy I used to hang around with. His dad drank every day. Every day. Lived to 90 years old. Yeah, no yeah, problems yeah. with your liver. They but said that Dick get, Clark said that their, his longevity was on whiskey. Exactly. Whiskey I mean, drinker. you get that, and the, but you don't know. You know, I, assuming in my family, it would not be very welcome. <laughs> To be yeah, drinking right, like right. that. Well, I think that, that I think there's too many variables to like contribute, or you know, say that the reason that I live so long, or you know, like Dick Clark. You know, he was a guy that lived a real long time and looked good for a very, very long time. He was like you know, 70 and still looked like he was a young man until he had a stroke, and then he was like you know, Harvard Fresh practice, right. and he still insisted on being on the you know. But take a look at Willie Nelson. I mean, he. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> and so, my okay. son was talking to me about him today. Now, why? Said, what, well, yeah, what's wrong with Willie Nelson? Okay, Willie Nelson. I mean, take a look at him. He's been. I mean, there's so much going on there <laughs> you know but my son's like you know he's look how long he's lived um, and you know and I how said, old is yeah. Willie Nelson I, gosh I just looked that up I think he's in his 80s I can find out here real quick anyway he had to stop smoking how old is Willie Nelson 86 years old 86 that's 86. pretty good yeah, he's that's, up pretty there. Good. that's pretty good he's also up. done a lot more than just pot <laughs> that's what oh, my I'm son sure. keeps telling yeah, me sure. and I'm like but well he's not the one Keith Richards oh I know that one. guy's got some preservatives in him for sure <laughs> yeah have you ever seen interviews with him he no. is a riot oh my god He's he's got to be like close to 80 and he'll be like at a press conference talking about a tour and he's like where are the girls 
See? And I'm like, really, right. man? Right on. Well, Good the thing is, I mean, there's pros and cons to everything. And, I mean, there, I did a lot of reading on it. I did a lot of talking to people. Okay. Um... I had a really good conversation with a truck driver today in my work and oh, yeah? the um, transportation manager. So you told me you're going on a podcast tonight? And- I did. Yeah. And the the truck driver said he's got a CDL. So he is held in federal, like kind of federal regulations. Okay, sure. As, as Commercial opposed- truck driver. Right. Sure. So he said um, he, he does smoke pot. He said he used to smoke a lot way back when. But there's still, it's not so much I disagree that it shouldn't be legal. It's just there's not enough. There's so many black. It's like such a black and white. Now, what about so? There's a difference between. Um, I got so I got a guy that's gonna come out and talk about pot itself, like the different strands of pot, what pot does, mm-hmm. eating it versus smoking it, vaping it, like all that. He's gonna talk about all that stuff. See, then vaping, I, I think, is worse. Oh god, I don't know. That's another. So my I don't, son did say that this morning today. That, sorry. He said that it's he worse. He did say it was worse because they put other things in it. Right. Well, so I got I didn't I see this stuff on social media with the um, the vaping posts where like, you know, guys got bubble lung or all this other crazy stuff going on. Yeah, he that was really weird when I talked to him. He said, "Mom, it's not the it's not the vaping, it's what's in the vape." Okay. Well, and I don't know if that's true, I but I a, could see that that being true. I made a comment on a post that was like, you know, we, this is the dumbest thing ever. Why are you doing that? If it's bad for you, then you know, like the smoking cigarettes. I always thought when I see when I see somebody, and you know, someone will take offense because we all get offended nowadays yes. about everything. But when I see somebody that's smoking, if I pull up to a stoplight and there's a woman there and she's got a cigarette in her hand, I look at her and they immediately go, "Oh, you make bad decisions." Right. And when you look at somebody who's smoking pot, way back uh, when the eighties, when I, think, I was right. in high school, you were. I think if I see you, right, a druggie, oh, for sure. You know, I so think if I see you at a party doing it. I never thought anything too negative. There was a guy named Scott that we hung out with who never drank, but that's he smoked. So he would get high, and then everyone else was getting drunk, sort of a thing. And that was just what Scott did. And I was cool with it. Like I didn't care. Like I didn't think anything of it as far as that went. At a party. But then when I got older, I started meeting people who wake and bake, where they wake up in the morning, get high, go to work, yes. then get high again, or get high at lunch or whatever like that. So like their existence is a high one like all the time, and I'm like I don't know if I don't know if I if I like if if someone told me that I could be have more clarity, I'd want more clarity than less clarity. Does that make sense? Like I would want like so I started doing. Um, intermediate fasting so like i eat for an eight hour window right now and then i don't eat so like if i eat at noon i can eat until eight o'clock at night and then i won't eat again until noon the next day um or if you know if it's early if it's nine to five or whatever but if i stop eating at five then i won't eat again until nine nine a.m the next morning and i really kind of eat whatever i want so it's not like a ketosis or keto diet or anything like that Mm -hmm. i'm just intermediate fasting and i feel like when I don't eat until about noon, and I'm up at 6.30. It's strange at first, because usually I'd get up at 6.30, make myself something to eat, and then, then go to work and stuff. So now I just go to work. And I find that at like 10.30, 11 o'clock, I'm super clear. Like, I think clearly. I feel better. I get a better workout in the gym than I did when I was eating. So, like, it's a weird thing, and I kind of like it. To go through life... Always, everyone, I'm, whenever I'm awake smoking pot would be like, 
I don't know. It seems like I'd miss things. Right. Well, it does have the side effects. You right. Know? I mean, right. you're slower and. You yeah. Know, well, I, don't, I, I mean, I mean you some are high I mean, functioning right. potheads. So exactly. But that I mean, after a while, it's. I don't know. I just, personally, I would rather like I work a part time job, and yeah. then I have a gentleman that comes in. I sell wine. So no, there you go. <laughs> and um, he came in, and he's always high. And you could smell it on him, and oh, he talks yeah. like this, right. you know, like that, talking to me. Well, the one time he came in in scrubs. Oh, nice. And he was high. Yeah, and he I... said, I just got off work. And I said, good God, where do you work? Did you get high <laughs> after you got no. off work? Or? <laughs> but the thing is, is he told me where he worked. He's an ER nurse. Right, right, right. Well... You would think we have that, another one that comes in too. There's an ER nurse too somewhere else, but I've never seen him in scrubs, so I don't know. But this was kind of disturbing to me that, I mean, even I, every time I've seen this guy, he is baked, and yeah. then he goes and gets in the car, and he's shaking, and he's dropped bottles in the store and things like that. But I mean, that, that's he's not the first one to do it. Of course, there are. People who don't, yeah. that I don't think are, that I think problems, I would, if, I, I, if I saw that going on, I'd be like, I don't do that But I was like, I, I just was, I was a little disturbed that, I, I think there should be some sort of regulation. You would think that the minute that something went down at work in an ER, that everyone, everyone involved would get drug tested. Like the minute that they cut off the wrong limb or they, you know, like, you know, did something stupid in an ER, that everyone involved would well, get tested. the thing is, is, tested. I mean, there's high, there's an... I had a conversation with my son again. There are, um, you know, functioning alcoholics. There are functioning pot smokers, I'm yeah. sure. Yes. Oh, yeah, no, But I know. the thing I is, yeah. is that stays in your system. There's really no, as far as when I've been talking and what I've been reading, there are no rules as far as how they're going to go about, like with a, when you get pulled over for drunk driving. Sure. You, you blow and it's yeah. with 0.08 or something. Right. Like. And, okay, boom, you're in. You're right. in jail. What is the protocol from what I've heard today? Um, I don't know because I haven't been reading that far much up into it. That it's going to take five hours to get the result back. Okay. So you're talking about five hours. Yeah, so <laughs> you, but I mean, you can't, pass, well, you can't pass a sobriety test and they don't let you drive off. Right. right. So you're going to, you know, I mean, wait it's just. For five hours. I, yeah, you have to now, wait. What's the, what, what did you read? What's the test? Because I uh, heard two different ones. I've heard, well, somebody said spit test, and then the other one's a swab test. Yes. So, I mean, everybody thinks that this is going to, you know, the taxes and everything. But, you know, where they're they're getting it, it might not be at a, you know, regulated place. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, so one of the times that I tried pot, when I was a kid, I was working at a pizza place. And there are all these older guys at the pizza place. And... I wasn't a pot smoker, but went out with them, and they were like three or four years older, and they were smoking. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'm not going to be the dork that's not going to smoke with these guys. So I took a hit, and I was like, uh, oh, my God, what am I smoking? It's, It tasted like I was smoking a Bic pen that someone lit on fire. It was like rubber. It's disgusting. It was disgusting. <laughs> it, was so, it was so gross tasting. But I inhaled it, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, it was terrible. And they're like, yeah, hey, yeah, and they just kept smoking. And I, I smoked some more. Then they explained to me that it was dipped in formaldehyde. See? And I ended up, for the rest of the evening, having a conversation with a knight on a horse in a photograph or a painting that was on the wall. The rest of the evening, me and the knight talked. And then I woke up the next day, 
in the wrong my dad had an apartment in the apartment buildings in in the square i was in the wrong apartment building in the hallway possibly knocking on a door all night like let me in and you don't remember no i just woke up and i'm like looked at the floor and i'm like this is not the carpeting that was here before and then got outside and like oh, i'm three buildings off right so yeah and it was bad bad but i didn't know that that's what that's what they had given me and i was a you know younger kid kind of you know not good but that's the problem to me. I'm sure is that, there's that I mean, today. you mix it. Yep. You yep. don't know what's going to happen. Right. And who knows? You might have driven that way. And you right. Well, that night I wasn't driving. I think I was like 15. But no, you definitely could do that. And I think that I didn't look it up, but is was there an increase in Colorado or anything like that when they've legalized it in those yeah, states? Yeah. Well, I've read that today, and there is an increase with uh, fatalities. Sure. Sure. Field. You know, I. Yeah. You would think that there'd have to be it now yeah. that it's legal. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I've been, you know, listening to the news and listening to the radio, and all I hear about is how you can go get a, med- you know, medical marijuana card that will enable you to grow it. Yeah, I hear that commercial. Well, and I think all there's the right. Now. I think there's a difference between. So, like, we've got guns and stuff like that, and I had heard something about a Foyd card, but I think that was that was proven wrong. But I think that once you have a medical marijuana card, there's. There's there's a certain downside to having a medical marijuana card. Um, I'm not a smoker, so it doesn't matter to me anyway. But, um, right, if you have that card, it's supposed to be tax-free, like that you don't pay taxes on when you buy marijuana. But you have to be, I think you have to be, like, regulated on what kind that you get. My my daughter has IBS. She has one. Yeah. Um, But I've always asked her, you know, I'm not, there's other ways. To me, I mean, <laughs> to no, me, there's said, other right. ways. I, I struggle with anxiety and, and a little bit of depression, and there's other ways I get rid of it. I Like? Um, working out. Yeah, sure. Working out. Now, what do you do for that? What do you do for working out? Just light weights, a little cardio here and there, you know. Yeah, so, I so do some it. running. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 just anything that'll build up the endorphins. Right. You know, right. and then, you know, they, I was on some antidepressant medica- medication 10 years ago when my mother passed because sure. it was rough. But I, and since then, it's diminished. And now, how is that? I've never had an antidepressant. Okay, that, it, it is... Like I was on, uh, they put me on Lexapro, and you literally probably could have lit my hand on fire, and I'd be fine with it. So I can only imagine what it would be like to be high. I don't know. <laughs> so I've never, I've never but had I came an antidepressant. Off that so quick. But like I had, uh, I had a pinched nerve like a couple months ago in my neck. Uh, I was lifting weights, and something pinched, and it was bad. Like my entire arm was killing me. It was just bad. I mean, I was like went to get an MRI to see if I really right. jacked something up, and. Like, it was that painful. Like, I wasn't sleeping. And I got some, like, CBD. Um, it was like an Icy Hot that had CBD in it. And I noticed a mood change. Like, I put it on, and, like, it was like Icy Hot, so it felt like it was, like, hot. It kind of relaxed the muscles and stuff like that, which felt good. But then, like, maybe two hours into it, I'm like, I'm a little happier than I'm supposed to be. Like, I feel a little bit happier, which I can't even imagine what an antidepressant, like, that's got to be, but, like... I mean, it... It's all about like what works with your system. That obviously was not for me, so I did find something that worked with me. Um, it went down in dosage. I went. I did a little counseling. Um, just a lot of soul searching. I, I worked now, with them I, myself. I'm always curious about that stuff too. Like, how did you like that? Like they. So when I broke my neck, they set me up with a uh, with a guy because they're afraid that you know everyone's gonna want to kill themselves or right. whatever like that. And what's funny is they set you up for like 
a month and a half for somebody, and then he's like, ah, you're good. And they let you go. And I'm like, <laughs> I could have faked it for that long. Uh, but, like, how, so you went to therapy. Yes. And and how did you, I think, I, did I, fine. I, I, mean, I think I, there was a stigma with that a long time there ago. Is, there I is. think it's terrible, like, not, I think it's a terrible stigma. I think that more people should probably, I meet some weird people. And I mean, I think some of them should go and have a talk with somebody because, right. like, you need to, like, start talking about how you're feeling about things and everything else. And then we live in this world now where I have friends, people that I like, that the one guy posts, like, on the average 60 times a day on social yes. media. And I'm like, dude, whoa, you got to get out. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it just an overactive. Nobody cares what you're eating. Right. Overactive <laughs> share button is his, you know, his problem. That's, 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 mine that's, is that. very simple. I don't really post that much because uh in with with the counseling and stuff is i i keep i'm very personal with right. my stuff that's why i'm doing this is kind of like oh yeah. but you know i mean she she's been she's she's more of a friend now and i do go see her once in a great still while. now yeah yeah i mean and do you I feel mean, better after you have a talk yes with her? because yeah. she will um get real it just gets real with me you know and and it's fine things are better i mean i went through a divorce after my mom died the whole thing i mean the world seemed to be against me and she basically said you need to snap out of that yeah <laughs> so. well so, you know i i that's the podcast thing there there hasn't been a podcast that i've done where i didn't leave the podcast and go i feel better about like just life in general when i have a nice conversation with somebody it's it's right. it, it you, i have a lot of conversations i don't know if you've you know since you've we've talked but like I'll post stuff on social media to like stir shit up and then it goes, you know, off the fucking rails where there's 280 comments on something and, and you know, some issue. So I have those conversations and I, I never I never leave those angry, but I never leave them like happy about having the conversation. Like uh, I used to put together a White Sox outing so we all go to a Sox game and it was like so nice to like look someone in the face, have a conversation. I mean, in the wintertime... Um, you know, construction, and I don't mind it. Like, people say that it doesn't or whatever like that. But construction and, and real estate slow down. People don't mm-hmm. want people don't want to even list their house come the holidays because they don't want someone walking around their house in the holidays. Right. They got things to do. So, and that's fine. I am conditioned for it. I started working construction when I was 17 years old. Construction is really busy in the summer and then not so much in, you know, December, January, and February. So, like, the first couple of years I had my company, we would try and work. I'm like, oh, the hell with that. I'm going to work straight through. I'm going to keep ca- get cashing these damn checks and keep going. I didn't make as much money because guys spent too much time warming their hands. They're wearing all this fucking clothes and everything else. So, like, after a couple of years, I'm like, you know what the hell with that? I'm going to go skiing. I'm going to go do whatever I want. And then you just kind of budget yourself so that you don't run out of dough. Come wintertime, okay. you're like, you know, just rationing peanut butter. <laughs> but, uh, so, like, I don't mind it, but... With me being slower in the wintertime now, like, I'll go day drink. I got a buddy that's a painter. I got another buddy that's a, a union laborer. And we'll go grab a couple beers and sandwiches and make it a three-hour ordeal. And it's nice. It's nice to have a conversation with people, especially when, like, politically we don't align. Like, we're at odds end. If you watched us on Facebook interact, you'd think we hate each other. But then if you saw us at, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings for the afternoon or the Midtown Pub or something... It's like these two people must agree, but we don't agree about it, hardly anything, but we're having a good time. So the therapy thing, just the human connection right. has I to mean, be. I mean, yes. 
because she one of the first questions is that you know are you on any drugs and when I told her I never did anything she said you're a rarity <laughs> I'm like I said well I just I just I, I don't want anything to over control yeah my my body right 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 know. see now for me I, for for me personality wise that's too far because I really and I won't do acid just because of the commitment like um, I, I, I we were started talking before and I was talking about like I I've tried a bunch of stuff I, I you know I tried cocaine I tried uh, um, I tried pot a bunch of times I tried um, mushrooms um, I tried uh, trying to think of what else Wow that's a lot. <laughs> No, I, um, I've never done like uh, speed, and I've never done. Well, I was offered speed when I went. I won't say where, but it was Catholic high school, and uh, I didn't know what. It, I asked for a Tylenol, you know, and being this naive little girl, this girl hands me a pill, and she said, "This will take care of your headache," <laughs> and um, it wasn't coded, so I didn't want to swallow it because you know, Tylenol's coded, and I have to swallow. Sure. So I said, well, what is that called? And she said, it's called speed. No. So I went home. My brother is uh, about six and a half years older than me. And I told him, I said, there's a new Tylenol. <laughs> called said, speed. I said, it's speed. And he goes, Jesus, you didn't take it, did you? I said, no, it's not coded. And he's like, don't take that. It's not Tylenol. <laughs> That's how naive I was. I, I went to a party one time and there was, uh, and it was funny because like you would think the, if you watch TV and movies, Kids in the city would be more, you know, with the drugs and stuff like that. It's the opposite. The kids in the country got nothing to do. It's oh, just yeah. drugs and all that stuff all the time. I never met more guys that were on drugs than I when I started hanging out with some people from Piatone. I was like, you guys are from, like, the sticks. And, like, there was a bowl on the table full of pills that I don't think anyone knew what the hell was going on there. And they were just taking them. Well, I saw more um, drugs in the Catholic high school that I went to than I did the three years at Andrew High School. Yeah, well, that's... But those were like heavy-duty drugs, not just pot. Where Andrew, at the Catholic? Or no, at the Andrew. At the Catholic. Yeah. Uh, at Andrew, was just once... You'd know, oh, there's the pothead, you know. And being the transfer student, I didn't I didn't really want to deal with any of that. So now what did you do? Did you Were you athletic? Did you do something in school that was... Uh, I was a cheerleader, mm-hmm. um, but... Not there. Okay. The other At the Catholic school, yeah. right. And, um, no, I, I kind of stopped everything. Right. Because I, I wanted to focus on, like, getting adjusted kind of thing. Sure, sure. I, I did a lot in grade school kind right. of thing. And that's where I think, I mean, the working out came in at a younger, younger years to be, you know, active. Right, right, right. So, now, we were, we were athletes, but we were, we were drinkers. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the drinking that... I, I had an ID that was dead on when I was 16, like so dead on that I could give to a cop. I mean, I was in a bar. That, there was a bar that used to be, like on Thursday nights, it would sold liquor, but then the rest of the nights of the week, it was a, like a teenage place. There was no booze in there. It was like a dance club thing. So you could go there like on a you know Friday night and just dance, and they sold you know soft drinks and shit like that. But then... One night a week, they it was a it was a bar bar. I can't remember what it was called, but it was it turned into like some kind of strip club or something was it like crazy that. Crazy Rock. Uh, might have been Crazy Rock, yeah. <laughs> so like there was a big balcony around, yes. the, right? Yes. Okay. So we were in there on a Thursday night, and the cops came in, and pretty much the whole crowd in there was underage. But it was because the door didn't care. 
but I had like a killer ID. A girl that I knew, her brother, we looked alike, but the picture was like, like I showed everyone, they're like, oh my God, how did you get your picture on that? I'm like, that's not me. So the cop came and I'm like, boom, there you go. And he looked at it, he goes, all right, have a nice night. And he just kept walking like that I was totally good. So like I was buying booze all the time. Like, I mean, seriously, get in my truck, go to the freaking liquor store and just 16 cases of beer and bottles of booze and everything else. And they come back and collect all the money. And you were everybody's you know, friend. I was everybody's friend. And then my, one of my good buddies, Eric, he had like a big, huge beard and everything else. And like, he looked like he was 30. He would just go into the black neighborhoods. And it's like, they never saw a white kid in the world. So they're like, guy got a beard. Yeah. Selling booze. Um, so, I mean, we were heavy drinkers. I mean, there was more than a couple times that, like, woke up on a pool table, woke up, like, you know. Well, like, in high school, because I graduated in the late 80s. <laughs> right. Uh, Me too. The the stoners only smoked pot. They didn't do anything else besides that that you knew of. And you yeah, just, no. I mean, there was, there was just, it was just like Breakfast Club. You know, everybody has their click. Yeah. Right. And now, I mean, nowadays, anybody could be doing it. That, but like, so I find that very, very. My boys, we talk more than probably we they even should. Like, there's been sometimes where I'm like, hey, don't tell me everything, because uh, you know you're a teenager. Be a teenager. Like, you know, there's right. things that I don't I don't need to know about. Uh, like I told them the other the other weekend, I'm like, hey, you know, you guys need to be. We got to be somewhere tomorrow, so make sure you're home like one, two in the morning. Make right. sure you're home. And I go, you know, if you're getting girls, then, you know, just send me a text and you can stay out. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so like, but, they, you know, their friends, it's it's real weird. The vaping thing, but vaping tobacco is the real big deal. Like, they're all, not my boys, but like all their friends are vaping tobacco and that, that kind of thing. So See, that's crazy. what, I mean, like, I think I was, I was in some restaurant or bar and somebody was vaping in there. And I just think that. I mean, you don't know what's in there. Same with, like, if somebody was smoking pot next to me, I have more of an issue than if they're having an edible. Because you're, I'm getting it. Right. I'm getting sure, sure. what you've decided to do is now, just like smoking cigarettes. Now, I don't do want to be... How do you feel about... So there's a difference between legalizing something and then decriminalizing something. Because, like, in European countries, like, they decriminalize heroin. Like, there's one I never tried. Never would I try that. And I would never try that because I've seen people on a movie do it, and I'm like, the fuck would I want to do that for? The guy right. takes it, looks like he has an orgasm, and then he fucking right. is out. Or he's thrown up. I'm like, why is that fun? That doesn't look like fun at all. I mean, the, the first thing that he, he looks like he's having a really good time for about 30 seconds, and then it's over with. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. See, and I don't then, think pot looks like fun. <laughs> The other, well, I don't know about that. I, I mean, it's only have because, ever, I mean, I'm probably going to get yelled at for that, but. Have you ever been at a party where people were really high and they were laughing their asses off? That looks like a whole lot of fun. You know what? I, I, I can find something to laugh at sober. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I, mean, I am in no way, shape, thing. or form trying to get you to smoke pot. No, no, I would never. Anyway, right, 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 I would right. never. Excuse me, I adjust this. But oh, I, uh, like my girlfriends, they, they find it weird. I've never been drunk in front of them. Well, yeah, see, I'm not a big drinker. And I'm not because, you know, like, again, I do not want to be somebody's story the next day. I don't know. I'm just, I guess, personally, I'm more of a control freak. I don't want anything in my body that would, it's mainly the smoking of it. Like, I'm not stupid. My kids are probably going to try it. And just like they. Well, your daughter's got a card, so she's She does. She has a card. But I questioned her on how she got the card because she hasn't been to the doctor. 
she get the card? So how'd she get the card? Yeah. I mean, she's... And how old is she? She's 20... She's 25. 25, okay. She, well, at least she hasn't been her gastroenterologist to okay. get the card for what it's supposedly for. Yeah, but you could go in there and say, you know, I got, you know, eye strain or something like that, and they'll give you a card. See? And there, I think that's where, I mean... Somebody told me you could pay like 250 bucks, get the card. Well, I think I don't know if you need to do that because I'm pretty sure you could just go in and be like, I have stomach pains. I have what well, I think there's well, a whole list. I have list bulging of, discs, and I'm going yeah, to chiropractor. Right. Well, I have <laughs> so. a broken neck. I could go in there and get a card anytime I want to, but I don't have any desire to do that because that's just not my like. My work stuff would be make it impossible. So like with real estate, anybody can call me anytime. So like I can get a phone call at 10 o'clock at night, and if you know if I don't have a lot of work going on, I'm going to answer that phone call. But I can't be stoned, you know what I mean. So like, right. I, I don't, I don't have a window where I can be like, all right, I'm on my own for eight hours. And I can just do whatever the fuck I want, and I'm gonna go get all fucked up. If if my sons see me with a beer, I have still to this day never got the wide eyed like, you drinking a beer, and I'm like, yeah, because they don't see me drinking beer that often. Like I'll right. go out for beers with, with a friend or something like that. I just don't do it in front of my sons. But if we're like here and we've got people over and I've got a beer in my hand, they're like, it's so weird to see you with it. I'm like, yeah, because you know, that's not. But on the flip side of that, I'm like, you want some? And they're like, no. I'm like, yeah, try it. And then they'll take a sip of a Guinness or something like that. And they're like, that's oh, all right. You know, now see, I, yeah, I let my son. I'm like, I don't want it to be a taboo. I don't want it yeah. to be something that you No, and I think as with anything, you know, conversations are key to this. The real interesting thing with you is that your, your kids probably do or most likely your daughter does because she's got the card i mean obviously you wouldn't get the card mm-hmm. if you didn't and you don't have a enormous you have a problem with you doing it no i have a problem with i have a problem with her doing it oh as you far, do okay. i do i mean i don't think now she's suffering with like high blood pressure but i don't think she was diagnosed at nine with crohn's so we regulated it through uh diet Right, that's a tough one. And, and things like that. Yeah, because, I mean, you, you know, they, there's right. people that have, like, colostomy right. bags and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly, and she situation. was one of those ones that came off the medication, and right. it ended up being, they called it, like, she believes she was misdiagnosed. I know the truth. I saw it. We had second, you know, somebody, you know, second, yeah, second evaluated. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, but now she's got IBS. So, I think part of her, the problem is she's an anxious person. And instead of working out, or changing her diet. Yeah. Or well, that's harder. stop drinking because you really shouldn't be drinking when you have something like that. At least not excessively. Right. Um, but to tell a 21, 22, 23 year old, they can't, they shouldn't be doing that. You don't know anything, you know. Or I watch, you know. So she's chosen to do an edible. So I just feel that there's other ways she could work through her stomach issues or her high blood pressure rather than just. A pop of a gummy. Yeah. I have told her that I did not want her to smoke because of the history in my family. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not stupid, and she's probably smoked it, I'm sure. But, I mean, I just wouldn't want her to do it all the time. But she is 25 years old. She is entitled to her, you know, her opinion and the way she treats her body, whatever. I just yeah, think right. that... Yeah, you're you know, saying yourself oh, be the I'm bad ang- guy if you uh, yeah. really come down right. hard. I mean, oh, I'm anxious, so I'm just going to pop this edible. You haven't tried everything yet, just like the, the oils, you know? Yeah. There's also natural oils that can help you with that. Yeah. I just, I don't know, I think that there's alternate ways to do it. 
sure. naturally rather than to put something in, Absolutely. In no, I get that, it. I get it. Is, I mean, I would choose myself to do the workout way, you know what I mean? Like as far right. as that went before my injury, I was running 5 miles two or three days days a week and then I'll still even the chair go get 10 miles um, you know, pushing the chair cuz right. you know, man, I do the 10 miles because like I can't go super fast. So it takes a couple hours to get the 10 miles in, but I feel like I get some cardio out, right. out of the situation. Uh, and I think now, like, even talking to my son, 19, oh, January 1, oh, January 1, I'm like, do you understand you're 19? You won't even be able to buy it. Yeah, but how, well, all these got to do is get around the age, which I mean, Exactly, you to but he doesn't older. even want a fake ID to drink. Yeah. I mean, people So how do you think that'll, that'll go? Like, because it, it, to me... There's a certain. It goes back to the 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 way that they've raised the THC in it so much. Like pot's not pot. Like it. No, was. it's not like it was right. when we were. And I mean, there. like I've had conversations with my sons about porn because that's another one. When I was a kid, boy, you had to work to get porn. Like you had to go steal your dad's porn. <laughs> you had to go right, get, right. I mean, Playboy. That's not even now. Porn. It's on now. Porn's everywhere. Right. They were looking at it on their phone and. So, like, I've had to have conversation. Guys are dumb. Guys are, guy. oh, my God. Grown-ass men. You don't have men. to tell me that. Yes, I know. <laughs> but grown-ass men are fucking stupid. And they, you know, like, you're they're watching. I'm going ask you a funny question. I don't know you that well. I'm oh, happy God. to meet you, but do you watch any porn? Not have lately. You? Yes, I have. Okay. Yes. Have you in the recent, like, since it's been, like, everywhere? Because. No. It, oh, it's weird. Like, oh, that. Now, don't, you know, I'm 48 years old. I watch a little porn, and it's like a combination of wonderful and awful all at the same time. Well, I never. I mean, really, was there ever really a good porn? I mean, like there's, as far as like, I mean, it's there's the some same good porn, same. but there's also well, like really most of it's here. like a letdown, a letdown as far as from the real thing. But there's all the porn now is all taboo porn. It's all my stepsister or my stepmom or like. Yes. Seriously? Seriously. It's like so like, oh my God, why is this all like this? And then that's if you're just a straight dude. If you just want to have like, you know, where like people are like, you know, weird with the feet and like all the other weird yeah, stuff. Yeah, what's with the foot fetish? I don't. Listen. <laughs> I don't understand. My that. fetish is a girl thinks my dick is cracked. That's it. <laughs> that's that's my fetish. That's I have no other. I don't need to. Nothing else. You know, a girl is a stick. No, can't do that. So like. You know, like I'm just—I don't want to say normal because there's no normal, but like I don't understand why someone would take something that's like really the best thing. That's another reason with the drugs. I would never do heroin. I heard once you do heroin, it becomes to you like your receptors and stuff. I had a guy on that his uh, son—he left me this Narcan, but his son OD'd and he's—he runs a support group, and it changes the way your brain processes dopamine and heroin becomes better than sex someone said it's it's an orgasm times 10 and then once you start doing heroin you're not interested in and i'm like oh fuck that it's a quick addictive drug well i think that's the case but it's also supposed to change your pleasure bring in right so like all of a sudden that becomes the holy grail of the stuff where like I don't even think people understand an orgasm correctly either. Like there, there's like guys that go to strip clubs. I I'm 48 years old. and I don't understand it at all. I look at it. I'm like just looking for your money. I, well, they are just <laughs> looking for your money. But even like a like I was in 
uh, New Orleans and New York and Vegas with a couple friends that paid for sex. And I was just like, I, I seriously like wanted to have a conversation with them. I'm like, so how was that? I'm like, no, explain that to me. How was that? Because like, I was a good looking kid growing up. I did all right with the ladies. There was sex. Sex for a guy is like, my analogy is it's pizza. If there's there's bad pizza and there's good pizza, but even the bad pizza is fine to eat, you know, from now and on. But great pizza is a whole other thing, right? Like that, you'll drive further to get that. Great sex is is great. It's like, it, but it's usually somebody that you have like this really good connection with. It's somebody that you're, like, it's not just, like, I, I could never wrap my brain around I'm going to give you $50 and then we're going to have sex and then I'm going to feel real good about it later. Like, I don't. Right. How, I understand how do you it. start? I get it. Right. Jeez, Mary Beth, I think you just take your clothes off and start. But I, you know what I mean? Like, usually it starts with something small and builds up. But I mean, right. You know. Well, I mean, I'm even someone that likes to prolong it a little bit. Like, let's. Go out right. and we'll fill around. I mean, you are on a it. time constraint when you're paying. Yes, yeah, where I'm there paying for it. I got an hour. Let's get there. this done. If I go fast enough, maybe we'll go again. Uh, but like, I just don't understand how, what that is exactly satisfying. And you know, we got off on a little. But that's kind of how I feel about there. pot. I don't know. But you know what? I, I'm not. The one thing I I don't want to be like this high and mighty person, and I think I'm better than anybody else. It's just not for me, and I don't I don't think there's enough rules with it coming on so quickly in the next few weeks being illegal. Yeah. Um. And and well, I don't think you got to change your mind now either because it's no. being so potent now that right. Just I mean, like- I just don't want my kids to end up. You know, I I just don't want them to end up trying something that could really, really hurt them or have them hurt someone else. Right. Like I look at pot, the, the danger for me is that somebody does it when they're too young because there was a study out that said when a, like a teenager, someone that's 13, 14 right. years old, their brain's it changes their yeah, brain. Yeah, because their brain's right. not developed. It changes the shape and right. everything right. about it, the volume. So, right, that, that could change your and whole that's, life. that's not... Uh, you know, a myth. That is true. I mean, think oh, right, about right, right, right. it. Well, I mean, you have dopamine receptors in your brain and things get changed. The, you know, neuron paths change when you do that. But they say that, like, after 25, the, those effects, like, you're fully right. developed. And it's but different. if you've been smoking it since you're 14, 14 or 15 or 16, sure. your brain is totally different right, now. Right. And so you, you know, right. I just think, I mean, in reading it, it makes you a little lazy. It makes you, like, your attention isn't. And, of course, your reflexes aren't 100%. Oh, I think your short-term memory is Yes, shit your short-term and, memory is stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but there's, I, I know that there's pros to it with, like, cancer patients and things. And I, and, and I think I think there's re- pros to it even for the, the, the side effects that we're talking about. I think some people have stressful jobs or, like, Right, a, but I think that, NFL like I said, player. there needs to be, like, if you're going to go... And get it if it's you know required by a doctor to get a medical you know just that you can go get it or a script or whatever you've had to like for me like with the anxiety I had to exhaust all measures before I went on any kind of medication right 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 because it I wasn't going to be one of, you know it, there's a lot of uh, you know labels on people who take those things you sure know, they're crazy or they're this you know there I think there's an advantage to someone that's like if you had a choice between a mild opioid and then pot, 
I would think pot's the better choice because you're not going to get physically addicted. But if you have something that, I mean, it's those people who just want to smoke it to smoke it. That's right. Yeah, I think that's a. I think that's a want though. I don't think that's like. I believe the 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 way that the opioid thing was explained to me is that most people that are junkies on an opioid don't do the opioid to get high anymore. They do it to get straight because they feel sick all the time without it. Where I know marijuana is not like that. I think it's an anxiety, a real anxiety drug. I think there's a lot of people that socially can't operate. Like, there's a lot of people that couldn't sit down and have a conversation like we're having because they couldn't look each other in the eye. They're right. just not good at that. But a little bit of pot, and they are, like, right. socially lubricated. They can, you know... But if you were going out with someone and they had to be high to talk to you, is that something that you're... Well, no, but I guess, like, I think that... Uh, a therapy or something like that would be a good idea for those people because they're socially awkward, right? There's right. something that's going on with them. The other thing is is that there's a lot of people that won't engage socially without... There's people out there that are married that don't have sex unless they have a bottle of wine. True. So, I mean, you know, there, there's everyone has their thing. And I, I, I think in moderation you can definitely, like, it could definitely be okay. I think it's... I think the pot thing, though, like... Like I said, I would, I, I would, I'm, I'm in the position right here on this conversation where I'm going to talk, take devil's advocate, and oh, take yeah. the. The only thing, I mean, okay, let's let's take another view here. Okay, now supposedly you're not allowed to smoke it outside, like in public, correct? Right. Uh, what I saw was that in Chicago they were saying that you're not allowed to smoke it on your porch, okay, because your neighbor could get it, right. sort of a thing. But it's going to stink, right? No matter what, and you know, sure. there's always. You know, an oversight, overlook of something, and I, I that probably... I smell it in public all the time. I know, and, and it's going to get worse. I mean, oh, you go to gosh, any yeah. concert, it's like, Jiminy Grits, <laughs> like, come on. You know, you go to the yeah. bathroom, and it's you're yeah. just... I, I don't like that. I chose right. not to do it, and it's just like cigarette smoking to me. I mean, they have to go 15 feet away from the door, mm-hmm. but if the breeze is blowing good enough, it's going to come through the door. Absolutely. Now, for me... That's a, um, you, you know, you don't smoke. Have you ever dated a smoker? Yes. I, but, could, I couldn't do it. Okay, no, There's I no didn't way. date a smoker. I yeah, I did, because then it turned into my husband. But I told him he had, I was done. If I mean, I'm sorry, that is a huge. It's, it's so gross. It is oh disgusting. My God. Oh my God. And I don't know, like my poor father, I mean, my they loved each other. My parents were married 50 years. But the poor man now has the touch of emphysema. And he gets bronchitis quite often. And it's he's 80 years old, and it's not good. Right. But he put up with it. I wouldn't have. I would not have. But no, I couldn't imagine. I don't know. My, my mom was, like I said, married to my dad for all those years. And he was a Marlboro Red. like, And he was he was pretty conscious of, like, this guy always had a roll of Lifesavers on him constantly. Yeah, my mom too. Oh, but yeah, the between, mints. Right, between the mints and the cigarettes, he had no teeth by the time he was my age. How about when... When they'd smoke with the windows open in the car. Oh, my God. I oh, thought you were going to die. That's still got to be worse than the guy that, like, uh, what was that, the, the Donnie Brasco movie where Pacino smoked with the windows shut? <laughs> yes. Oh, God. So, like, it's like a big cloud in the car. <laughs> Everybody's smoking my cigarette. I just, I just, I mean, and now I'm probably pissed off every smoker. But I just, like, nowadays, these young the young ones. I yeah, so I, old. the I'm smokers, 50. it's tough love for me. <laughs> but the thing Stop is, I, just, I like, will talk to, to these, especially these young girls, you know, these girls who stand out there and will smoke, and I'm like, do you not value 
Your yeah, but now, but nobody smokes anymore. Like, oh, I've seen them. No, but I mean, they're all vaping. Well, I don't ever see anybody like no, light but, a cigarette yeah, like anymore. within the past year. Now it's Unless all and, then vape, and the vaping's the same thing. I'm sorry, it's the same darn thing. Yeah, it's not as for me. It's not as intrusive just because it's not. The tobacco is not as stinky as it no, is. No, but sometimes they're not just smoking. I mean, they got that lavender or that oh, yeah, other yeah. kind of stuff, and you're like, my God. How right. about in the, how about when I don't know if you're a gambler, but when uh, it was or um, in the bars, poker. When, in the bars, when you come home and like you lay down and you could just it's just Smell coming it. off yeah. your skin. Well, we're, we're the right age to. Um, so the first time I was in the Rockies, we were in Lake Tahoe and we were snowboarding. And we went to the bars that night, and I found out that you couldn't, California, you couldn't smoke in the bars. And that was like, you know, this is like 1991, 92, something like that. And I was freaked out because I'm like, oh, my God, you cannot smoke inside the bar. Where here, like we grew up, if you went to a bar when you were like, you know, 20, 22 mm-hmm. years old, it was just a cloud filled. Yeah, it's like a I mean, I remember my, my grandparents at like Denny's. Smoking yes. and eating all and this, stuff. yeah, yep. how, and they and they're just blowing it, and you're yep. like, yeah, eating. And I, I, but my best friend and I, oh gosh, we have conversations about this all the time. Remember the non-smoking and the yeah. smoking sections, yeah. and it was a half of a wall. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> there was even a screen there. <laughs> I know, oh, like, so yes, but I mean, I just to me, it's. I think it should be. If it's if it's needed medically, yeah, it needs to be the one of the last, not last resort. Well, there's a big debate whether it's really medicine or not. Okay, because I mean, like there was a book that I read that that a guy that there was a there was a, also a podcast that I listened to where a doctor was advocating for pot as a drug as a remedy for like you know stomach issues for you know stuff. Like, I, I'm gonna cut everybody who's got cancer any slack at all. If you go through chemo and you're so like your stomach's so upset that you right. can't eat and you're losing weight. But, and you know, smoking some pot soothes your stomach and then also gives you the munchies and you can keep your weight up. Fucking smoke pot. Right. Go. Like, I have no problem at all. But, so, so there was this this podcast. And it was it was come from two books. The doctor wrote a book saying that he prescribes He was a Canadian doctor. It's legal there. And he prescribed it all the time to all kinds of patients. And then there was a guy that was just like, took the contrary position he did a whole mess of research and he his position was it's not a drug it's a recreational thing that you enjoy doing it soothes your stomach it makes you feel better it's a social lubricant but it's not a drug it's not something that's it's not something that someone's going to take for their blood pressure or all this other stuff and that was his position now i'm not i, I don't know either like which is right but I think some people take it way too far to like it's the cure all for everything when really right. what they want to do is get a little high. Right. Just be yeah, it's it's how you're doing it. Yeah. I mean then there's so other there's so many other like just the whole driving with it, just like alcohol. But you know, I was talking to the two guys today and I said let's say you have open alcohol in your car, you get pulled over, boom, you're in trouble. But if you have an edible in the car, how are they gonna know it's an edible? Yeah. Right. Well, okay. Now, so I don't, I don't, I have no idea and I have no idea how they're going to test you and then find out. So like the alcohol thing, you blow in there and then they can tell what your blood level is. I don't know if there's a pot test. That's not a straight up just blood test that tells you exactly how much you've got active going on in your system. Um, Because I have definitely been 
too high to be driving. And but then I've heard the people say that you can drive totally high, like you're a perfect. You're. Um, but here's I'll the tell thing. you the times that I smoke pot. You. So here's it the weird things with person. pot, right? But here, the, the, so there was a video and it was hilarious that was on social media, and it was like, okay, you, you're trying edibles, and now you're panicking. You're not going to die. No one's died from an edible. And it's like calming you down and stuff because the edible that I did, I did too much. And when I did it, I did kind of like, oh, shit, I'm going to die. I took you, so it's, it's paranoia that you get, like, right? And then every single thing that I did while after eating the edible, I did meticulously. I was like, and then the weird thing with it, too, is time doesn't go by in the same like, you'll literally think two hours went by, and it's like, oh, my God, it's been four minutes. See? Like, it's so weird like that. But, so there, there's people out there that claim that they can drive just fine. On it. So I don't know what that is. We're, we are going to, we're a social experiment. We're going to find out, right? Because oh, they're going to make yes. it legal, and then we're going to yes. find out. Yes, and I think that's when they're going to, you know, I mean, they're going to see what exactly happens. I don't know how right. Colorado now, is doing it. My sister lives in California and it's still, she, yeah, it's legal recreation she, it's legal there, there for, and she says it's great. It's supposed to be legal in Michigan too now, right? Well, I don't know. Uh, I know uh, Wisconsin said just be, you know, watch yourself at our border. Yeah, right. And just, same with Indiana. Sure, 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 sure. And I can understand that. They don't want that kind of stuff. I get it. But, yeah. you know, I heard that there's like 19 states already. Is that correct? I, I heard I that there's know. 19. So they're going to try, I guess it's, I don't know. These two guys today had more knowledge than I had ever heard of. You know, any anybody, I brought it up at a lunch table. Yeah. With the women. And they, nobody wanted to talk about it. Really? Oh, yeah. But dudes, they the were The dudes will it. talk all about it. And the one guy goes, you won't believe how many people here do it. That's just great. I mean, we're working with, we're working with heavy equipment, forklifts. Yeah, sure. And I'm like, really? And he says, yeah. At work, they're doing it? Yeah. Well... Around yeah, the one kid one kid got See, fired for doing it. At I wonder lunch. if it's not because I, I I have people that swear up and down that they are not like it doesn't hurt their ability to. And I Here's can't the thing. imagine that it might that not it hurt doesn't. their ability, but if you have an accident, like yeah, where's the liability? Like the the one driver, he he smoked it on his honeymoon. And he went through Colorado where they got some and and. Um, he came back, and three days into his back to work, he um, dropped a truck, dropped a forklift. Well, he instantly got taken in to yeah. get a drug test. Yeah. It was an accident. He was fine. And he said, if you have that accident and you've had pot, and you, you have to instantly go to the nearest you know, immediate care and get tested, yeah. even though it's, it's, maybe it wasn't his fault, he's still... On the line, and it's gonna be liable. He's liable. Right, 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 right. So okay, so there's a there's a there's a difference between decriminalizing and then legalizing. So legalizing is you can just have it; it's illegal. You can mm-hmm. have it. Decriminalizing means that, and I think this the decriminalizing part it, pot not so much. Cause it doesn't matter. Like I've never seen anyone that like that I know of that pot ruined their life. Like you know heroin. Like you go for or math oh, yes. or something like that, right? Oh, yeah. Like you see the before the the real funny meme is the right. one that's got the heroin, crack, cocaine or marijuana, and then burritos or tacos. <laughs> the guy's just much fatter. Uh, 
But you know the, the before and after pictures and those are like you know you'll see a woman who looks semi they're always semi attractive. It's like anyone who would do meth in the first place has got something wrong. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> I just, right. But you know what I mean. It's I would like to stay up for eighteen hours and vacuum my roof. I know. I, I don't. No, I don't get it. But so so but the decriminalizing to me makes sense because if you decriminalize, then you're saying that someone who's got Anyone who's like, okay, I'm going to shoot heroin into my veins, there's something wrong before you shot the heroin in your veins. Right. Because you're missing something. Something's, something's completely unfulfilling in your life that you're like, I'm going to do this thing to myself. It's a cover-up. It's, it's, it's got to be. Because like alcoholics. you know you're going to be addicted as soon as this right. happens, and it's going to be really bad. So and I, I don't want to uh, like um, shun anybody or shame anybody because... You know, if you were molested as a kid, or if right. you were orphaned, or you, were, there's all kinds of terrible things that could. People oh, absolutely. Are, people are awful to people. And I think that a lot of people don't go get help because they're then they're considered nuts or yeah, you know, crazy right. or whatever right. you want to call it. So then they they you know, self self help themselves. So right, right, right. So they they do something like that, and then they're then they're in a bad position. They're a junkie. They're constantly getting uh, heroin. And heroin is a, it's a, I've seen people like close up that were on heroin. We were in New Orleans and this girl who was attractive comes up to me and she goes, 13 bucks. And I said, 13 bucks? For what? She goes, a blowjob, 13 bucks. And I go, no. <laughs> and uh, she looked at me, she goes, yeah, $13. And I'll we'll go in the alley. And I go, no. Like, no, if you would have said $33, I would have been like, mm, you're attractive, maybe. But $13, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, there's something not right. That almost sounds too good to be true. Like, I'll buy you two drinks, and that's 13 bucks. So I like walk away from that. The, then like a couple hours later, another girl who's mm, sort of like attractive says like something like $17 or $14, some weird number, right? I'm like, I look at her like, what the fuck's going on? I get in a cab and I'm like, hey, I got to ask you, what's going on with the women that are asking me for, if I want a blowjob for like some weird amount of money, like the, the lady wants $12.42 or some shit like this. And he goes, they're heroin addicts. They need exactly that much more money to get their fix. So they have a $40 fix that they got to get and they have $27 of that 40 they need 13 bucks. Isn't that a sad It's way to it's work. super sad, but it's also crazy that you would do that f- for that amount of money and then all they want in life is to get that fix so they can cuz they they feel sick. They're not right. it, they're not going to get high. They're going to get normal is what they're going to get. So they're going to go to any means that they can right. to get normal. Um so I don't see the reasoning in Finding that person who's trying to get $40 a day to get her fix and then putting handcuffs on her and a fine and then criminalizing it. So if you decriminalize it, you take it to a situation where like, all right, listen, we're not going to prosecute you. But what we want to do is we want to put you in a program to help you get out of this. We want to treat the addiction and try and help you in this situation. There's countries in Europe that do safe shoot-ups. So like you can go under a doctor's supervision get heroin that you know doesn't have fentanyl you know it's clean and they will give it to you and supervise you shooting up heroin so they can treat you 
and they're having results that are good. Like they're saying that they're getting really? people, yes, that are working themselves off of it. So we're coming into it where they're already addicted and we're trying to solve the problem. So that that's the decriminalization. Legalization would mean that like you like legalization is kind of like you can just do whatever the fuck you want, whatever the fuck you want. And there's like a lot of like libertarian like minded people that are like legalize everything just do whatever the fuck you want to do it's a free country and all that stuff and i don't know if i agree with that no but the decriminalizing like look at all of the people that are in prison or prison systems for having a joint or two on them at a concert well i heard that that's going to be uh expunged expunged. so it should be i have a friend who has a dui and her um question is when her when is her hers going to be expunged because and i'm like well it's a whole different yep. thing but she said you know she doesn't think that's fair that there after a certain amount of time mm, it should be kind of apples and oranges though right. it's not just the and i i understand that but you're driving these, a car but right. these these people who are in there right now it was before it was legal well but the legal is not the the difference the difference is you weren't you weren't caught with booze you were caught driving drugs right so you were driving, which we know is impaired, which we know that kills people. Right, but there are some people who are, you know, in trouble for I don't know if that, driving does, high. Does that get expunged? I don't know. Right, well, they they don't said know, it depends right. on, I think the, the, on the, on the um, charges. Right. But I, think I think the people that, that, that get expunged are the people that, like, you know, had loose joints. But or, that still, it was before. It before was it was legal, I get it. But, you know, liquor has always been legal. So you don't. The argument's just not there to make it like the same. Right. She, you were she doing feels, something yeah, dangerous. She feels that, and I know that there's others. I've talked to a couple other people I know that have had DUIs, and they one wasn't very drunk. She said sure. she didn't. She blew just a yeah, and, little. And the DUI little. thing's a real weird thing too. When we were young people, like I was, uh, gosh, like 19, I was on a construction crew. And there was a guy that was like 26 or 28 there on the crew. And I had this truck that I wanted to sell. And he's like, hey, I want to buy your truck. He goes, what do you want for it? And I'm like, I think I was looking for like 2000 It was a piece of junk truck. Two grand or something like that for the truck. And he's like, well, hey, I'll tell you what. I'll give you 2500 for it, but you keep it in your name. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, there's no chance I'm doing <laughs> that. And I said to him, I go, why would you want me to do that? And he goes, well, I've got a bunch of DUIs, so I, I need to drive so I can go to work. But I... You know, can't get my, can't get plates. I can't get my license. I can't do any of this stuff. And I'm like, how many DUIs do you have? And he goes, nine. Why isn't he in jail? I well, this was 1992 isn't or that, something like that. Now he'd be in jail, isn't this? I think that's Arizona? right. And I think he had said that the first DUIs that he had gotten, they cost him all of like three, four hundred dollars for yeah, a DUI. And, oh my God, it's like ten or twelve thousand. Yes. My question, right. like I don't, I don't even know because I haven't heard much about it. But is it going to be if you're driving under the, you know, under the influence of alcohol, is it going to be the same if you're driving high? You right. know what I mean? Is it the same punishment? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Now, think what do you think about? Okay, so I'm. Like I said, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. If they legalize it, then it's more regulated than if you buy it, like from you know some guy on the street corner, right? Like you go to Chicago Heights and you get pot or whatever like that. You're just buying it from a bunch of gangbangers. You don't know what's in that bag. Correct. But if you if they legalize it, and it's from a dispensary. Then we do know what's in the bag. Yes, but it's twenty five percent tax. I, I understand that, but <laughs> you know what's in the bag. You know what the THC is and everything else. And that's where I was going with the porn thing was. 
So my sons, I have conversation with them like, hey, you're 18. They've never been with a woman. That's not sex. And I'm telling you right now, that's not fulfilling sex either. I know it is sex. Like there was a penis going in a vagina. That's sex. But it's not what you're looking for. I'm telling you, it's not. And I said, also, do yourself a favor. Don't ever watch this because I, I know you're watching it. And then do what you see right. when you get a girl. Well, when my daughter was 18, she she watched, she uh, read The Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, and which I, I won't even go near. I, I that's didn't, not, I, you know, that's one of those things was, that I don't understand. It was quite the fetish funny stuff. because like when she was in seventh grade, the teacher told me it doesn't matter what she reads as long as she reads. And she's a huge reader. So she came to me at 18. How old was she? 18. She, okay. And she says, 18. can I read? And I thought it was weird she even asked because she's 18. She goes, can I read The Fifty Shades of Grey? And I'm just sitting there thinking, I heard it's, you know, really Racy. stupid sure, sure, sure. and yeah. it's right. written wrong and even, it's yeah. so out there. And, but then her seventh grade teacher came to mind and I'm like, well, you got to read it. And I just told her, you know, similar to what you're saying is that you can read it, but don't think that this is. Well, yeah, so for me, for, for me personally, my fetish is, like I said, that, you know, just straight sex. But I like what a woman has going on between her ears more than... I always say stuff like, uh, sexy is what sexy does, not what sexy looks like. So, like, you know, if I see a girl that gets dressed up for the White Snake concert and she's all whored up, I don't find that... The remo- big hair. No, well, I don't care about the big hair. But, like, <laughs> if it's all, like, you know, out there and I can see her, like, that's not sexy. I don't know if, if, if she's even... What's sexy is horny. What's sexy is sexy. Like... There's a difference between looking like you're a slut and then being sexy. So there's two different things. So some of that, like the Fifty Shades of Grey, that's a situation where it's like uh, bondage and stuff like that, right? Like they're tying each other. And I think some people feel like that's a taboo of some sort. So then it makes what's going on in between her ears more exciting because like I think my worst nightmare in sex would be like, uh, you ever see the movie Fargo? Yes. Okay, and the the prostitutes on top of them yes. going, oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> I feel you. Bells are ringing. Oh, yeah. Where are you at there? That's, oh, my God, fuck that. Are you out of your fucking, like, she's having no fun at all. Like, this is not, right. she's not excited. Like, that's what I'm here for. I'm here for this thing where we're both excited, we're both having a good time. And when my sons are exposed to the porn that's on TV, I feel like, you're not you're not gonna get you're not gonna understand what's really what this is really worth like you're not gonna get the full experience first off and second off don't ever go with a girl that you just got with and call her a dirty little slut or any of that like that's not listen three four months into it maybe she's into that and that's all fine and dandy but you gotta figure that out first right or like the porn they're like spitting on each other and hitting each other and i'm like none of that is gonna play like don't ever hit a girl like, maybe she tells you to grab her a little... Like, that's fine. Like, you do whatever gets her off. But don't... Don't look at something and think that that's whatever... Because, like, you know, that's like thinking that, like, I'm going to be a pizza delivery guy because I'm going to get laid everywhere I go. Because that's the old porn, right? Where right. You show up, it's like, you know, extra sausage and dun da da But, so, my problem with the new pot is the same as the new porn. That's where I was going with it. wasn't really to talk about porn. <laughs> it was... New pot is is not like pot was when we like you didn't just get a little light edit and like screwy this is like holy shit it's a lot of and i remember guys when we were younger 
that were smoking pot, and their goal that night was to get so high. Right. Well, now you can get so high off of three gummy bears, and you're just like fucking out of your mind. Um, So, like, that's my concern. My concern is that somebody decides they can jump off a roof because they can fly. Right. Sort of a thing. Because it's so much. So, like, you know... (laughs) Like I heard, I just met you. I have a whole conversation about porn, but I was <laughs> trying to collate the two situations. That the, and I think that that's the new porn makes for an unrealistic. I, I had a buddy of mine who was like, "I got a problem with porn," and I go, "What's your problem with porn?" And he goes, uh, "I go, what is it too wonderful?" And he's like, "No," he goes, "I watch like eight hours a day of porn," and I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, aren't you chafed after a little bit? What the fuck's wrong with you? And he's like, he's I don't know. You're like, get in front of the computer, and then, yeah, I whack off a couple of times, and I keep looking at it, I keep looking at it. And before I know it, it's like a gamer. Before he knows it, a whole right. fucking day has gone by. It's an by. addiction. But then his problem, I don't know if it's an addiction or not, but his problem is when he, you know, then I pick him up to go out to the bar, he gets a couple of drinks in him, and he starts acting like the guys in the... You know you like it. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> he yeah. thinks every encounter with a woman is going to immediately go to sex. And I'm like, oh, your brain, you're, it's turned to mush. You, you, that's not, first off, it's not how it goes. Second off, it's not how it should go. Like, there should be a buildup to open in your Christmas presents. There shouldn't right. just be, just, you know, every time you show up at the party, there's Christmas presents. So, like, it's concerning that it ruins people's relationships. It's concerning that, you know, guys are watching porn that there's every woman in there is 28 years old or younger, and then they're a 45-year-old married guy, and they're really let down with the old ladies not keeping it, you know. Right. Oh, dude, please. If you understood what you're supposed to be doing with this and you weren't watching that, this would be – that the old lady would be a whole great thing going on. So, like, I'm afraid that with the new pot – that it's going to be if there was a guy that when we were younger that was every day waking and baking and smoking pot that'd be one thing but now he's doing it like five times as much THC right. as he was doing before at at the same level like he's still you know he's probably still smoking it as the same as when he was younger Could but be. now it's more Could be. and that's well, where I, I have know the that issue. they're moving towards legalizing cybacillin which is the active ingredient in mushrooms <laughs> There we go. <laughs> another. Really, you'll really love that. Oh one. my gosh! Uh, you know, it's just. I mean, I, I get it. You know, I get that. Every we all have one addiction, and and you know, mine is chocolate. And yeah, so, I like some chocolate I mean, too. yeah, I mean, but there should be restrictions on it when it's affecting others' lives. Yes, and you get right. behind a wheel, or you're in a bar. Let's say I bumped you, and you, even though it's supposed to make you chill. You may be smoking something that doesn't, and then you're going to get in an altercation with someone. Right. In right. A well, place. and I mean, you don't have what you don't seem to have. I don't know you that well, but an addictive personality, right? So, like, you like chocolate, but right. looking at you, you don't like chocolate enough that you're 300 pounds. Right. I mean, so everything like, you know, in moderation. There are people that like chocolate so much right. that they're 300 exactly. pounds. Exactly. And everything in moderation, I understand all of that, but I hope, because just to listen to. Younger people here, I think it's more them that are getting excited. Not that the older that it's gonna people be legal. Are, that yeah. it's going to be legal. 
I wonder how that's going. Yeah, I do wonder how that's going to play out. Like, I wonder how it's going to be when it's like it probably only take five or six years. Like somebody our age totally who's been acceptable. doing it since thirty years ago, they're going to be like, all right, cool. How many people that are our age do you think once? Because so, we're we're only a couple weeks away now from it right. being legal, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't even know. Haven't looked into it. How that'll be? Like, I know a lot of townships have decided. They don't want to sell it, so they don't want it. Like they don't. Yeah, want I don't it. know any of that. I mean, there hasn't been much. Well, Frankfurt just just passed a thing in the village saying there will be no pot shops in Frankfurt. Like See, they won't then let you sell. Then, okay, so once again, then you're you're kind of contradicting things as far as okay, it can be legal, but it can't be here. But so they, then no, they can, get it's still going to be legal there. They just will not have a store that will right, sell it. Right. So who do you think they're going to go to? Oh, no. They'll Wouldn't just go to Tinley Park have, or go wherever right, they can go that they, they can buy it. Yeah. But if the guy down the street's selling it and there's no place around here that's close enough, I'm How many people our age, though, do you think would be like, never did it, never did it? You know, not maybe they don't have feelings about it. Never, Maybe they never did it because... It wasn't legal. Maybe they were always afraid of the legal ramifications, so they didn't do it. How many people do you think, because it becomes legal, start to do it? Well, I know I've heard a lot of people say that when they retire, they're going to do it. So I can. I do know people imagine. that didn't when they were younger. Yeah. And as they get older, they they smoke pot like on the regular. Right. I got an uncle that I don't think ever smoked pot, and he like the last time I saw him, he made a point of telling me three times that he had pot. <laughs> on the third time, like, all right, uncle, uncle, all right. And I want to say his it's name. It's a big deal. I go. <laughs> What are you talking about? Because you like kind of I, slipped it into the conversation I don't twice know. I here. Mean, the, the, you hear a lot of people. I know I uh, someone that, that I was married to uh, wanted to do it as soon as he retired because he understand. he drives a company car okay. and you know um, he can't really drink. Now, did he do it before when he was in college? Yes, okay. he did. Okay. He was a sporadic yeah. pot smoker. And that's one thing I remember. Oh, I can't wait till I retire. And I was like, really? That's your goal? <laughs> but I mean, he had other yeah. goals. But that was one of the things that he couldn't wait to do. So I don't know how many. I mean, I would imagine. I honestly would imagine that 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 many would be like go into being pot smokers. Right. I think there's a lot of people that I knew a lot of people that was nowhere near legal. I mean, we're talking like five, ten, fifteen years ago. They were regular pot smokers. I don't know. They had a connection where they got pot or they, right. I don't know if they had a card or whatever. But I know that those people are going to be happy once it is legal because then they can just do what they want to do more out in the open and you know less right. I knew a guy that was married for seven years. He was a daily pot smoker and she didn't know. I don't know how that is. <laughs> she, she wasn't that bright. But, uh, oh, okay. but you know, like... This is what he, he would like. So would that he would be a, would take be a trash deal breaker out. for you as someone who? Smoking cigarettes would totally be. What about pot? No. 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 I mean, if it, if it made her, I hear it makes sex better. I've never, I don't think I've ever had sex on pot. But um, if it made her, if, if she was someone, I don't know, if, if okay, me and you meet, we're, we're, we're at a bar and I'm high, but like I'm, I'm a functional guy that's high. I'm charming. I'm nice. I, 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 I can hold a job. All that kind of stuff. We hit it off. We have a bunch of laughs and everything else. We start to date. And then you find out that I smoke pot on a daily basis. That changes? Well, I would honestly, like somebody who's you know, drinks, and I would be... Well, yeah, my but, health is probably better than the guy but, that drinks but, uh, every but day. But no, but I kind of maybe question your... Um, 
authenticity. You know, is this making you say things? Is right. this altering things that you're saying? Sure, but what if that high? person, right, but what if that person was no fun when they weren't? No, I'm saying if, if the woman that I was dating was, I've dated some women that were like kind of antisocial, that hated people, but what if she did a couple of puffs of pot? Well, that, she was you, happy. Is that what she wants? That yeah, I want to be happy all the time, so why not be happy all the time? <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with being happy all the time on Me my too, own. Me too, but I mean, I, so, I couldn't be with somebody who had to rely on something else to right, make them right. something And for else. me, there's a lot of that, like, so I, I had this time in my life where I had nothing but work. All I did was work. I worked 80 hours a week. I was a, I was a madman with work. Then when I broke my neck, I had like this like massive amount of time to just like at one point like look at the ceiling. Like there are people that just watch TV and I just can't do that. Like I can't just like zone out and do that. Like I need something to think about. But there was times where I was like, oh my God, I'm just sitting here. Like and you start pondering like life things and what thing what matters and what doesn't matter. And I came away with, and I can't believe I didn't do a podcast earlier because I didn't really run into him. Like about two years ago, I started listening to him. It's the conversations. Like I found out that I do really, I, I was never a big wine drinker, but I really enjoy like make a good dinner, open a bottle of wine and just have a talk. Like, okay. and the, with the way I look at that, and, and, and I personally, I have probably just as many, maybe more women friends than men friends. Because I enjoy the company of women that I'm not even you know like I, I got a couple of people that were on my podcast that are good friends of mine that like the ones in a really good relationship the other ones been married I her husband's a terrific guy but I like to have a conversation with a woman more than a guy most of the time so for me like when it comes to a relationship like I would love to have I, I think it's it's almost paramount. So, like, I'm wired for sex, for sure. But it's really important that I have a connection with that person. It's really important that I can have, like, awesome conversations with that person because I want to be, like, 80 years old and still but having you, these. But would you want somebody who always had to have a little... Um, okay, so the times that I have... You've, you've seen the stereotypical, right, like, smoke pot and then ask all the right. real weird questions right. and, like, all that stuff. It does lead to some pretty damn good conversations. Oh, I'm sure it does. I but say. all the time, like if you had to no, have no, no, that. no, no, not all the time. But if this person was, if there was no health problem, like, like say she, I'm just saying for myself, like it's not a deal breaker. Um, say she was a daily pot smoker, but she it never escalated where she was like more, 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 more sort of thing. Um, which I think that pot, a lot of times people can just kind of like you know like plateau it out, or mm-hmm. it's what it is. But every day, if, if the trade-off was every day I had awesome conversation, I don't have to get high to have an awesome conversation. I do it all on my right. own. But if she needed that to do that, and we did, then you're telling me the rest of my life I'm going to have all these cool conversations. We're going to have a good time. And she's going to be, like, loosened up and, and, like, you know, have fun. And, like, there's going to be sex. And it's all going to be, like, late. yeah, I'm going to be okay with that. I think I'm going to roll with that. Versus a person that is not you know what i mean so like right i'm i'm open-minded like that like i don't i don't and then let's add in what if you know as you get older uh what if you started dating somebody neither of you smoke were smokers and you developed some sort of chronic illness and the doctor was like you know say it's 10 years from the doctor's like straight up hey listen i know you're not a pot smoker but if you just eat this little edible it's it's a micro dose it's not something that's going to make you high 
It's going to make these symptoms go down. It's going to make your stomach feel better. It's going to make your blood pressure go down. It's going to make these things go away. And you're going to be able to function better. And you just function better on this, you know, 10 milligrams of something like that. I don't know. You would be against it then? I would use it as a last resort. Well, okay, right. So what I'm saying is there's people out there, there's a thing called uh, microdosing, right? And um, I'll tell you that when I was younger, the couple times I did mushrooms, that was the stuff. But see, if a, doc- if a doctor, and I don't have a problem, if a doctor says this is your last resort, this is so you're, you're be- telling me Elvis Presley here. No. Elvis Presley would take all of the doctor stuff. Michael Jackson's dead because the doctor kept giving no, him stuff. No, no, but like a little bit of that, like what you said, an edible. That's right, so small. Right, right, right. So that's what they're doing. If they're microdosing. The only, yes. If they're microdosing the cybacillin now. Yeah, but my only my my issue isn't as far as the medical. But if you are getting a medical card, like I said, I you need to have some sort of prescription from a doctor. Yeah, and that, I mean, that you've there's been, quacks you know. out there. I think you can just you know right. get that done. So, and then the other thing that I'm seeing too is the uh, so there's the uh, CTE where the like football players are getting right, the right. Mm-hmm. and they're saying that that's helping them cope with that situation because there's all kinds of the suicide rate is like oh, yeah. astronomical with oh, the yeah. football players, and then uh, they're saying cybacillin is working miracles with uh, PTSD. Okay. Guys that are coming back from the war. So, like, my thing is, it's like, I just keep it open-minded. So, like, if I look at it and I go, all right, I'm, you know, I got to go to, go totally hypothetical and go, I'm 19 years old. I'm in college. i you know, dating a girl. She decides that she's going to join the military. She ends up with PTSD. Oh, do you know what the number one, I guess I don't got to have to go that far. The number one cause of PTSD is? Car wreck. Oh, I was going to say marriage. No, I <laughs> Uh, I I know the marriage thing. Oh my God! I not going a whole other tangent with that. Car but wreck. Car wreck. Um, I believe that I had a little bit of PTSD. I um came out of a testing facility for my real estate license stuff, and I flipped my I so I boxed. I um taken all kinds of shots to the head. I used to like headbutt contests where like my like I, I was a rough tumble guy. I was never even woozy in my life and I mean I boxed so I got hit in the face with punches of guys that practiced throwing punches all day long never felt weak in the knees never felt anything I came out of this place flipped my wheelchair smacked the back of my head I had 10 staples in the back of my head and I was out for long enough to go get CAT scans like I woke up hours after I got knocked out and when I first hit my head I remember it and there was a guy standing over me, and then he must, I was out. I must have called an ambulance, came and got me. I, was, I had a dirty blood all over the place. I had 10 huge staples in the back of my head. I was so out of it as far as all that went. Like, like I lost all kinds of time and, and all kinds of stuff like that. But, so, you know, with the concussion, it was really kind of, I don't know, like, it was so weird to be knocked out, to be in one place and then wake up. I, when I woke up, I was on a hospital bed. They had already taken me in for CAT scans and all that other stuff. Uh-huh. Right. I was in a hospital bed where minutes later, my mother showed up and I was like 40. They had got my phone. It said, Mom. They called her and she lived not far from the hospital, so she showed up there. 
And I was like, what the fuck's going on? And she explained, hey, you hit your head really bad. I'm like, oh, I do remember hitting my head. And I was in terrible, terrible shape. Every single time I've seen a curb cut out in a wheelchair now, I'm far. I'm like a little bit of PTSD. I'm a little bit of like, I would be not concerned about it. Like one of right. before that just bust right down the thing. I could see that. Like right. the, whole, the whole sounds of a car crash. Yep, right. So Like the squealing. But the- if, if someone could microdose... Um, that so now I had another time where years ago, this was the, the first time it was like a long to the the staples. Gosh, my, my boys were like probably like seven or eight years old, it's probably almost 10 years ago. That happened probably about five years ago. The same thing happened. Somebody gave me some mushrooms. I had a concussion from hitting my head, I flipped backwards. I was playing grab ass with a girl and I flipped backwards, hit my head, bleeding pretty good, concussion for sure. I had a headache for about three days. On the fourth day, I decided the, the mushrooms that the guy gave me, I was going to take. And it wasn't a lot. Like, I wasn't, like, tripping. I was a little bit, like, high. It was like a microdose. I totally straightened out from my concussion right afterwards. Like, it really? straightened me out. And I told the doctor, I go, hey. I told him what I did. I go, I took these mushrooms, and I was, like, straightened out. And he goes, because I'm reading some stuff about that. He goes, but maybe it's just coincidental. I go, oh, that's fine. It could be just coincidental. So I, I don't know if, you know, the, the THC and the cybacillin, those are things that you find that's, that's not a chemical. This is a natural thing. Right. Like where I was going with it was you said something about a prescription from a doctor. The things that Elvis and, and, and Michael Jackson were taking were like, right. you know, concocted chemicals right. that they're putting in your body. Right. Where these other people are taking things that are just naturally occurring on the planet. So I don't know if there's not you know like we're here on the planet where everything uh, i'm a big fan of neil degrasse tyson right so like everything on the planet we have dna strand that's similar to an oak tree because we're from this planet and the oak trees from this planet also so like if something we found something that was an alien life form on this planet we could tell because it would be the dna would be sequenced different um so i don't know if there's not some like, because there's all kinds, like, you know, I listed, what, like, three or four things that I tried. You were like, oh, my God, that's a lot. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't know if it's a lot. There's, like, ayahuasca, who doesn't do it. peyote. <laughs> there's all kinds of other crazy things that you can. There's, like, a toad, a frog that you can lick and be, like, psychedelically tripping. <laughs> oh, God. I have no idea what's <laughs> on the frog. But, I mean, honestly, those are naturally, like, the peyote thing. You saw the movie The Doors? Yes. Where they all took peyote mm-hmm. and they're all, like, or young guns where they're like, you know, that damn chicken and, you know, they're all high on peyote. Right. That's a naturally occurring root on the planet. It seems to me strange that we don't explore more, especially for things like schizophrenia, things like PTSD, things like, you know, like mental traumas and stuff. Things that people are like, um, I, I'm always interested in learning something. So I'm always looking into weird shit. There are all kinds of, like, a kleptomaniac is seriously a fucking thing. That's not like a guy that wants albums and he stole them. It's a thing where, oh, I'm sure. like, no, she can't help herself. She goes into place and just takes it's stuff. It's like a fetish. Yeah, it's a fetish. It's a mental, yes. like, there's a weird thing. Like, people think that they're claustrophobic. Like, I don't want to be in a small little thing either, but I'm not claustrophobic. There's people that lose their shit oh, if yeah. they are, or, like, people that are afraid of heights. 
like I was like, oh yeah, well I understand that if I, I am afraid of heights, and I was not. But like, are you like afraid of heights? Like if you go up in a building, you're like freaked out, like you can't, you have a no. panic attack, right? There's I, I can that feel, that. I but I can feel like my heart start racing, and I calm myself down. That's okay, what right, I do. Right. But right. I did, was not like that until after I had children. Wow, that's a, isn't that weird? That is weird. I went, was on roller coasters. Well, there's another I, one: postpartum depression. Yes, postpartum I had a buddy depression. of mine who, like, his wife tried to kill herself like three yeah. or four times after, and they said it's straight up a chemical imbalance. It is. There was another one that I saw where pregnant women have some deficiency in a mineral that's in laundry detergent, and they catch them all the time <laughs> drinking the laundry detergent. Like they smell it, and they're like, oh, and they just can't help themselves. They start drinking it. Like, well, you ever see that the, there's a show that's like my strange addiction yes yes and they do like the lady's like licking a baby's like head or something like that like, they're eating diapers or yeah, oh, chewing through walls <laughs> right so listen listen if you were dating someone that was wonderful but they kept eating diapers no no, no, pot no later, out? no because there's something more than something going on <laughs> and i'm saying if a little bit of pot helped them stop doing that i don't know it would depend on everything else. <laughs> All right, listen, Pat. It's either a little bit of pot or you're going to eat that diaper. Gross. <laughs> right. Ugh. Right. So, I mean, I, there's definitely, for me, circumstances where oh, there, I could be there like, are, you know, There are spot. circumstances, and I'm not saying that it, it's not good for some, you know, some things. If it's natural, if it's like what you said, you know, if we go more into like the herbal part of that so you're of. saying there's a chance I could talk you into it? No, because I don't need one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't need it. Right. I, if I if the doctor said, if if I had a professional opinion yeah. that right. said I had right. to have it, then I so guess I, I would be. Just had a lab be, coat. Uh, no. <laughs> I I guess I would be you know hypocritical in the fact that I say that I would, but it, yeah. It, but well, I would, I think you're taking it for a different reason. You're we're we're, we're really strictly talking about. Well, I, the recreation. I mean, yeah, I think part. you're open-minded. I think you're a normal person. You're saying that right. That someone who's medicating with it, you know, oh maybe if it's legit. But someone who's just like looking to get high, you're not right. into that. Don't self-medicate yourself. You know, I mean, there's right. other ways right. of right. doing. And you should. Something. And I mean, maybe we get to a point in society where you go to therapy enough where someone says, hey, you know what? Instead of prescribing you this Valium, I'm just going right. to say. Right. You should smoke a little pot when you feel well, a little anxiety. Well, when I went in for, to the doctor and I was prescribed the antidepressant, she said that there were, um, I can't remember what it's called, but my brain wasn't absorbing enough, whatever, serotonin or whatever. Yeah, sure. And, and it was, she said, and I was like, oh my gosh, there's something wrong with me. And she said, no, as you age, men and women... You lack it, it right? It's, you right. know. Well, I, I like so. I don't want to. I'm always really open minded. I went into the dock and like I hit the weights and stuff. Before my injury, like I don't have very good grip, so like lifting weights is a whole very tough thing to do to begin with. Before my injury, I would hit the weights, and if you looked at me 15 days into lifting weights, I look like a different person than the guy before I was because um, with construction, it's very seasonal. So, like, if I'm working 80 hours a week, I have very little time to lift right. weights. But come winter, oh, I'm in the gym every day for a couple right. hours running. I'm doing everything. And some of it I was doing to make sure that when work kicked off again, I didn't get injured on the job because I was lifting heavy stuff and I wanted to stay in shape sort right. of thing. But so, it, like, my gains were fast and, and, and everything was great. Now it's really not like that. 
So I went in when I went to the doc the last time, like, hey, can you do uh, when you're a person in a wheelchair, you have to go like once a year to a urologist. They do an ultrasound on you to check to see if you have any like kidney stones, things that you you know, wouldn't know that you had sort of a situation. I've had kidney stones. You still feel all that pain. It's all terrible. Like people don't, being paralyzed thing is a way different thing than anyone thinks it is. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a lot to explain. Um, I prefer that people ask me questions than assume anything. Like I've had people that assume that, you know, like I can't sexually function and that's just not true. It's not at all true. It's, it's, it's completely, you know, I don't know what, like people watch a movie like, uh, Born on the Fourth of July, and I want to kill the people who made. There was the guy who's in the movie in Born on the Fourth of July was supposed to be helping with the movie, and none of the paralyzed stuff has anything to do with being paralyzed. It's like the worst representation of being paralyzed ever. Really? Oh yeah, it's terrible. Um, so, but like you know, the the whole thing with it, it, it is it like if I, don't know, I can't remember exactly where I was going with this, but if if I was, I don't know, where was I, where was I, what was I talking about? Saying that being paralyzed is not what it is in that, but it had something to do with the drug situation. Uh, yeah, I lost I it. Remember. I can't remember. Either, no. <laughs> uh, but but anyways, so like you know, the things that are represented in movies are definitely not represented in you know, the way that they really are as far as that goes. Like, I know anyone who's got a job and they see a movie and that job's in the movie, they're like, oh, that's not that fucking job. That's right. Not, that's totally not what we're doing. Uh, but uh, as far as the drug thing, I had a point there and I was like right on the edge of it and I, and I lost it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, as far as doing the drugs, though, go, like, I want to keep open-minded. Like I said, I want to be very open-minded on you know, what works for someone and what doesn't work for somebody else. You know what I mean? So right. sort of thing. Uh, and I, and I'd be more, I won't take an Advil. Like, you know, it's very it's hard. It's the last thing. I mean, if I, unless I'm, well, really, I, but really I know that'll fuck you up. Like I know, like they, they say that if someone's on Advil for like four or five days, like the lining, your stomach's all oh, jacked yeah. up, all oh, that. Yeah, you, so I know yeah. that's going to make you a mess where I'm pretty sure that if you smoke pot for five days, you're probably not going to be a mess. Like just, like you know, like a symptom as far as that goes. Maybe. Like if a guy went on vacation and decided, well, now I can do whatever I want. I'm gonna smoke pot for five days. I think he'd probably come home and just stop smoking pot and be fine. Yeah, but it's it's the kind of pot he smoke. You know what I mean? It, uh, that's where my issue is. Is right. I, I I don't think. And in talking to people the past week that we've talked, yeah. that I've knew, I've asked everybody um, that have been around. What they're feeling in a lot, you know, I would say 95% are excited. Really? That many? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't, I haven't I, asked yeah, around, and I know people that do, but I really got a lot more messages about, and I don't know if maybe someone was... Maybe a better friend than me. <laughs> no, 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 I don't I doubt that at all. I, I don't know if maybe someone were, because I put that post out there, we're like trying to be involved in the conversation, right? Sort of a thing, which is fine by me. I, I, I invite that to be involved in the conversation, but um, so I don't know if I was just hearing from the one side, but I, I think I know a lot of people. I, I, it's funny the pot thing really doesn't have a political, like I don't know where where's your political like uh, ideology at? Are you do you consider yourself left or right or? I don't really consider myself that way. 
right. I, I vote for the person that I think is going to run. You do vote this country, though. But yes, good, I do. Okay, I do vote. Um, right. I try not to get into politics too much because of my my uh, personal views on certain people. But um, yeah, I try to stay out of those uh, sure. things. And right. I understand everybody has an opinion. And I think a lot of people. I think this world is so caught up in who's right because they're who's wrong because they're right that kind of thing it's oh yeah all, yeah, yeah, yeah i mean sure, everybody sure. oh, yeah, is yeah, got their opinion oh and my god they're I can, right i can trigger somebody with a joke and it's like it's they're yeah. so sensitive Absolutely. and you have to watch every single thing you say every single thing you do everybody anyone you talk to you have to be careful of what you say, how you say it, right. and where you're saying right. it at. Right. And that's why me saying that I would, you know, when I put that little hand up, I was like, I'm opening myself up here. You know, and my son even said, man, you're going to get in trouble. People are going to, you know, because no, it's I my opinion. So I'm not saying I'm right. Yeah. I'm not I, saying I, I'll I'm tell not. You what. I'll tell you what. I, I disagree with you. Like, I, I think that it should be... My feelings are that for sure, everything should be decriminalized. Like you should take that off because if someone does have a problem with it, I think that you should treat the problem. And yeah. then the other thing is, is that like uh, um, with addiction, have you? There's a study that they did in Europe that was. Um, so you, you've everyone seen the study where they put the rat in the cage and they put the two water bottles in there and one's got cocaine. No. And they, I've never seen that study. They did, they did it with like monkeys too. Oh, and sure. then the monkey like just keeps taking the cocaine, keeps taking like they all they have to do is hit a button, they get cocaine. So then they're just getting it, getting it, getting it, and they then they love it, right? Like they're crazy for it. The rat, like at one point, like loses all its weight and dies taking the cocaine. So like that's how they're like like looking at addiction. There was a study where they made like rat paradise. So like this was like this beautiful rat enclosure where there was all kinds of like great things to eat there was exercise there were great girls to have sex with he had all this stuff and they put the two water bottles there didn't do the cocaine really right so it was the cage that that, that that's what that's how they're like phrasing it it's the cage that you're in that decides whether you're right. you know now well, i can't say that forever people say you can't get addicted to pot Right. I, I, I mean, you can get addicted to anything. To the, yeah, I mean, if you have an addictive personality, you know what you're they say. Addicted. One of the most addictive things is sugar, and I believe that. Oh yeah. Oh god. Oh, my god. Yes. I, I you know how many times salt. that I. Uh, I'm not, yeah, I know. For my, me, oh my god. Not, I like to have some salt on. Like I like to cook, so I put some salt right. on stuff. I'm not a big salt person either, but man, sugar. Right. Sugar, could, oh, sugar for sure. You know, I could eat an entire Pepperidge Farm chocolate cake and one <laughs> Now, you but said you do some working out and stuff. The more that I work out, the more I absolutely crave. Like, I'll get, like, a good workout in. I'm like, oh, man, I want a cookie. Yes. So the, bad. Yes. Like, oh, my God. See, I, and I'm not a huge drinker. I mean, I will drink. I'm no, you know, I'm not an angel by any means. I've had a couple drinks here and there. You yeah. Know, I'm, I drink. Yeah, I offered you one week when you came yeah, here. Yeah, and, like, you know, and I said no. Yeah, I know. I, know. I, like, I, was, <laughs> I right. said no. Um, I figured all the... Peer pressure with the goody two shoes. Uh, no, stuff no, on. no. I it's well, it's kind of a drive, so I don't want you know. God yeah, forbid, because right. you know, um, I. What was I saying? Oh, for working out, I, like in January, I go dry. I don't drink at all. Okay. And last year, I lost six pounds. 
by not drinking. Just the time that you were not drinking. Just not drinking. Because when you do drink, what do you drink? Pretty much anything but tequila. Like, I, I sound like an alcoholic now. No. But, <laughs> like, I, I will drink beer. I'm not snobbed to beer. Um, not a fan of Bloody Marys. I don't like the tomato juice. I drink champagne. I drink uh, wine. Wine, of course, is the go-to now because yeah. I have a lot of it in the house. Yeah, I like all that stuff. For a guy in a wheelchair, it's better to, um, like, beer is, like, I like a beer, but, um, like, I got to keep going to the bathroom, going to the bathroom. Right. That's a pain in the ass. So, uh, um, I turn out that I like whiskey. Like I like Whiskey's to just good too, yeah, yeah throw some ice in a glass. But everything in moderation. So right. my thing was after I went dry, because um, my girlfriends were like, "You don't really drink. Why are you doing that?" I'm like, I wanted to. I took. I was turning fifty, and I wanted to just kind of regroup. And I went on. I actually went on Weight Watchers. I don't believe in not having things. For me, yeah. for me, I could never do keto. I could never, God love yeah. them for doing that. I can't do that. So I, I, I really don't even know what it is. I know it's, it's like, like just it's like, like an Atkins kind of thing. Right. Sure. You know, I couldn't do that. Okay. I couldn't do that. So uh, Weight Watchers enabled me to eat the things I wanted within a reason, and I found that I had been drinking more than I thought. Really? Yes, because I figured if I could lose six pounds from not drinking. And watching what I'm eating, mm -hmm. then there. So I continued to stay on the Weight Watchers, and I went very, very mildly on any kind of cocktails. I didn't drink during the week and drank once in a while, and I ended up dropping about 15 pounds. But I remember going. Wow, to, you're I, a very big person to begin with. 15 <laughs> it was pounds. 15 pounds, and um, I remember I went to a Weight Watchers meeting, and she said to me, "When you drink, what do you crave?" And I said, "Chocolate, right?" No, no. I crave some burgers and some fries. Oh, and really? Some chips, don't you? I don't know. I mean, like, everybody, when you go out to drink, there's like pretzels or there's chips at I the bar. Yeah, you I know guess what I mean? There's definitely pizza and there's tacos. Pizza, yeah. And all so that she said, stuff, so. "You don't crave a salad." Oh no! No, no. So I learned very much so that she was absolutely correct. Hmm. So what I did is I drank Crystal Light in a wine glass. So it looked like you were drinking. So I felt like I was having. Wait, a Crystal Light? That's just that's not a booze, right? That's no, just right. It's, okay. It's a non. So you felt like you were having a drink, but you didn't. I did it in a wine glass just to get, like, kind of like a feeling of the wine glass, <laughs> you know, just the wine glass. So, but I I just kind of I, kind of checked myself in that, and I couldn't imagine having somebody say that to me if I was smoking pot you know well stop smoking pot for a month and see what happens yeah well I, I think that there's a weight gain problem with that too you get the munchies so exactly I think there is people are eating um, and I was reading that it does it does cause anxiety oh I think that I think straight up paranoia but like I think there's people that they like dig that like they like, oh, no. be like would you like you a know. panic attack <laughs> no and I'll tell you what you know what kind of got me like so when we were younger we used to drink quite a bit and I honestly I had a girl bring over a bottle of um, uh, blueberry uh, vodka and it was good and we drank the whole bottle of vodka and like I was like I'm, I'm kind of drunk but like that, that was the last time and that was years and years ago and before that it was years and years before that that I was drunk um, I stopped drinking really heavily when I was younger and 
I would drink so much, like, I mean, doing, like, beer bongs and all kinds of other stupid shit that we were doing, like, drinking way too much. We used to, I mean, when we used to drink, I think the shots is what used to get us. So you'd be just drinking beer, but then, like, four times or five times during the night, you'd go to the bar and do a couple shots of tequila, right. a couple shots of rumple mints, whatever like that, and then, then you'd be drunk. But I remember coming home a couple nights and being like, how am I going to get this bed to stop spinning so I can go to sleep? And I hated it. And that was the thing with the acid one. The one guy was like, hey, take this. And I'm like, what is it? He's like, it's acid. And I'm like, oh, wait. Like, what does that do? He told me it's like speed. You're going to feel like super energetic. And then you're going to see some stuff. I'm like, that doesn't sound that bad. How long does it last? And he's like, 8 to 12 hours. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You're telling me for 8 to 12 hours, I'm not... So, it's 10 o'clock tonight. 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, I'm still going to be this? No. No. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? Like, I cannot let... That's like letting go of the reins. Like, for you, you said you're a control freak for that long. Like, no. the the pot thing isn't that bad for me because, like, I can do a couple puffs. I feel a little happier, a little, like, yeah, but looser. but how long does LAS in your system? Oh, I don't know how long it, like, that you can find it in my blood. But the effect only, I would say it's like 45 minutes an well, see, hour. See, that's the thing, like, I have another concern about is how long is this going to be in your system? So, I mean, if it's... When the, you drink, do you notice? So, like, I drink whiskey, and I definitely, if I take a couple good drinks of my the whiskey that I'm drinking, um, within 10, 15 minutes, I notice that I'm, oh, hey... A little I would to drink. say after my second drink of like my second glass of wine, I'm. But I, it's funny because I got my face turns red if I drink red wine. And sometimes they're like, "Wow, your face is red. right." But yeah. I mean, I guess that that's an effect on me. Not all red wines are like that. But how long does it last? Like, I mean, for me, like I can definitely feel if like, I stop drinking, an hour later, I know it's like fading away. It's going. Like I yeah. don't really drink enough to be like. I never drink. I mean, I haven't. It's been many years since I've drank enough to just not know, to just be like, right, drunk. Me too. Sometimes I feel like a square because I have friends who drink. Like I got a buddy of mine who came out and he had, you know, he had a uh, fifth of uh, JB or something whiskey of some scotch of some sort, and then he had a case of Paps, and he drank all the whiskey. And there were, like, two beers left. There was one guy in one evening. I don't understand. Like, same with... I couldn't do I it. I couldn't do I it. I couldn't, no. I couldn't See, do I'm it. an early riser. This I'm guy's probably got about 75 pounds on you, yeah, too. Yeah, and so, I mean, so, like, I'll leave. If I'm out with my friends, I'll, I'm the first one to go. Because, to me, the morning getting up, I know I'll be up early. Yeah. Regardless. See, whether I'm working out my, or that's working. That's really my problem with booze. I'll, I like a Guinness if I'm gonna drink beer. Like I, that, that's what I that's what I prefer to drink. I don't drink beer enough to drink um, NASCAR pops where I'm drinking like Bud Light or anything like that. Like that this crap. So I'm not drinking that. Um, so I'll get a decent beer, and I usually never have more than two. That's just like how I roll. I just don't really drink more than two beers, three three tops, and like if we have like a three or four hour like you know afternoon, I'll have three or four beers. Or you know, that that's like uncommon. Uh, but when I have four beers the next day, I, I know I had four beers yesterday. Yes. Every single time. Yes. So like the the pot is not that way. The um so being in the chair, 
So the, the differences are like stuff like, um, first off, I don't want to get too screwed up there either because I don't want to be like, you know, I'm a turtle pretty much. They throw me on the floor and I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> so I don't want to fall and, right. you know, be that guy. And I mean, I have to go from the chair to the bed and stuff like that. So I got to like, you know, there's a little risky something I'm doing all the time. If I'm drunk, I could be in trouble. Exactly. Or stoned. Um, but so like, I don't like that. Um, and then the peeing thing, like I got to go to the bathroom constantly if I'm if I drink a bunch of beer. But if if I drink those beers, I feel terrible the next day. I have also like a, a nerve pain that goes on like right along my paralysis line where I'm paralyzed at down my arms. It is like uh, pins and needles all the time, hurts all the time. So like they gave me Neurotin when I came home from the hospital and it makes you feel, I won't say euphoric, but it makes you feel like everything's gonna be okay all the time. Even when things aren't gonna be okay. Like it makes you feel like everything's gonna be okay. So I'm like, I can't do that. Like I did it for a couple months when I came home and I'm like, I, it's not really helping anyway. So I got rid of that. But I do have people that drop me off edibles. They drop me off mushrooms. They drop me off because they feel like this will help you get into good night's sleep sort of a thing. So the one time a guy stopped by and he's like, here, you know, he gave me like about half of my phone chunk that was made like, you know, in a cookie sheet of gummy stuff, right? And he goes, he took a knife and he cut me a little tiny square. He goes, do about that much. And the guy with him knew me better. And he goes, well, he doesn't smoke, so do half of that. So I did half of that. It was way, way too much. First off... I don't know how it was mixed, so I don't know if that one part had... See, yeah, that's right. the problem. <laughs> but we're going to... Legalizing is going to avoid that problem. Well... When they give you a gummy, it says a certain milligram okay, of stuff. Okay, the, at the store, right? Yep. What about the guy down the street? No, no, right. Don't buy it that way then, right? For sure. I agree with you that way because you... That was a... Uh, but, but I'll finish this and then I have another... I got a whole mess of drug stories that are hilarious, but... So I did that amount. I must have got a piece that had way too much THC in it. I was stoned out of my mind so bad that when I jumped on the bed I felt it coming out I'm like oh I get the hell out of the wheelchair go to bed I was laying on the bed closed my eyes and I felt the color green coming out of my body yeah I know it sounds strange but I laid there and I could feel what green feels like and green how's it feel like it felt kind of cool but it was radiating away from me so I was laying there and green was just coming out of my body and I was stoned for like the next day, um, so it was too much. Like I didn't, I didn't care for the fact that that's not regulated. Where that'll be gone once the it legalizes. The other story that I have is, I was leaving. My dad's a, a former Vietnam veteran, Marine. I had got caught with, a, I don't even think it was mine. There was a bowl in the pocket of like my biker jacket, and he found it, and he was mad about that. I was headed out to go out with a buddy that night, and he goes, hey, you do any drugs, I'll fucking kill you. And I'm like, all right, there's my dad. So get in the car with my buddy. We take off. We get to go back to his parents' house, his house. We're there doing whatever we're doing for half an hour or so, and his mom, they're like hippies, right? His mom goes, hey, Bobby, if you guys are out and you you know do some drugs, be careful. I was like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> and I'm like, and she saw me like go like like what? And she goes, well, you know, I'll explain it to you, because 
you know, you're going to do drugs. They're street drugs. And you just don't know what are in these drugs. You don't know what someone's given you. There could be broken glass in the cocaine. There could be PCP in the pot. There could be all these things. And these were hippies. So these are people that, like, if you looked at them, you'd be like, you're probably doing drugs. I left there with a thought to my head, like, holy shit, she's right. And I didn't want to do a drug from any, because I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? Right. All that, right? So, like, that's the way I thought about it for the longest time was, like, holy shit. So that was a far more effective parenting. Right. Then don't do it. Then don't do it or I'll kill you. Right. Because, I mean, some people are like, well, fuck you. I want to do it because, you know, you said not to right. sort of a thing. Because if you tell your kids, and I, I've told both my kids. I'm well, not stupid. Maybe I know if you it. were a drug addict, your kids wouldn't do drugs. Well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? No. I mean, your grand, great-grandparents or whatever were alcoholics. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't think that's because I'm not stupid, you know. I, right, I, I tell right, them, I, right. I know you're drinking, and I know, you know. I mean, my son's in a fraternity, for God's sake. They drink Trulies. And what is that? Oh, that's it's like, like that. A white Claw. It's like God. a White Claw. Yeah. Now they're drinking that. Was he a fraternity of whips? What's going on <laughs> no, there? Why, it's why just is... easier. I don't know. And I think it's because it's, I don't know. I don't know. But either. he is really into working out. So he said, I don't like the feeling of beer. I, I don't like drinking beer and having that feeling in the morning when I have to go work out. It's so, beer? I thought it was the alcohol all the time. Yeah, you know what? To each their own. And I knew he's not a big drinker. Therefore, I'm like, you're just holding one in your hand to fit in. And that's okay. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, right. And my daughter, she'll tell you she drank before 21, but I can honestly sit here and tell you she didn't. And if she did, I never it understood excessive. the folks that, that, like, and I mean, it's just not me. But, like, the people who couldn't have a beer. Because I can always have a beer. I can have a beer. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I can have one beer. I can have one glass of wine. It's fine. But, you know. But, I mean, Uh, I do. Wine, I like, too. I I know I sound, you know, like a mom. I know she didn't drink for 20. She did, but not excessively. I've said, and I've talked to my boys. I know that they've both tried, you know, a beer at a party or something like that. Um, not during wrestling season, but, you know, off the season. And uh, for me, my rules here are they can drink here. They never do. But I'm like, when they were 17, I'm like, hey, so if you, we work, um, my sons work a man's job. They work 50 hours a week in the summertime for the 10 weeks. They both made about $6,000 nice. last summer doing construction work. You're going to work a man's job all all day long. I don't care if you come home and... You know, if you want to have a beer, you can have a beer. If you have Sunday off and you're sitting there swimming and doing whatever you're doing out on the deck and you would like to have a beer, that's fine. I told you, you can't leave once right. you do. There's you're, no you're stuck here, right. But they have never even taken me up on it. They just don't care. I, really, the reason I don't want to have a beer with my sons, I, I'm fine to have a beer with them when they're in their 20s or whatever like that. That's not my angle. My angle is to make it that it's not a taboo, not right. a thing, because people seem to, that, you know, back to the point again, that's what they gravitate towards. I gotta have the thing that I can't or is not supposed to have. Right. I mean, my favorite girls I learned growing up were the really religious ones. Oh, <laughs> those were the girls. They were so guilty. You afterward. never met me and my friends. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we didn't really. I mean, I drank in high school. I did. I told my kids. I'm very honest with them, whether it's you know 
drinking, drugs, sex, whatever. Oh, I'm very open and honest with that. Sure. Um, I oh, don't God, I live, think sex can get you in way more trouble I, I don't person. think that... Like, I, I do know someone who, you know, oh, my daughter's never kissed a boy. Oh, my daughter would never do that. That's, those are the ones. Oh, yeah, she's doing that. She's sure. doing it. Oh, yeah. She's just not telling you. And I would rather them yeah. tell me. Young and guys I said, out there, you find a girl that's got really strict parents? <laughs> I d- yeah, because they want to rebel. Yes. Hang on. I'll get that one for a little while. See, my parents were strict to a point, but being the middle of five kids, um, my older sister really didn't do anything wrong. Um, yeah, now siblings always know. They always know like what they're... I knew my younger sister was drinking in her bedroom. And my mom knew it. But my mom See, no, but said, like, you know, she was just going to watch it. Right. You you seem to be like a like straight and steady kind of thing that went on. Like, I mean, you know, maybe some drinking or whatever like that. But like for me, like it was like at one... I was 13 years old. We were in eighth grade. And I drank like... 12 shots of whiskey at a party like we went it wasn't even a party we had stole a bottle of whiskey went to a buddy's house we were in his garage and i drank like most of that bottle of whiskey and then ate two like remember how the potato chips used to come in a box yeah you had the two bags in there i ate two full bags of chips and threw them chips all up all over the place i'm sure but like that's, that's a I, lot yeah I used to drink like heavily i mean yeah, like seriously put away some, and like we would steal. My my parents had this. Uh, I don't know what somebody must have like thought that they were gonna have like a wine cellar or something, and they had all these crates of wine. They were like like thirty, forty bottles of wine in each crate, and our garage was just loaded with these crates of wine. I, like I said, I don't know if they had their thought. They had a bar in the basement. I don't know if they thought they were gonna have a wine cellar or what the fuck they were gonna do, but. They didn't know what was in these boxes. They were buying them by the crate. So we used to just steal bottles of wine. I mean, I would have like a dozen of my friends, and we would have like a dozen bottles of wine, go to the tennis courts, drink all that wine, be fucking smashed at like 14 years old. See, I drank at a wedding with my date. It was his friend's brother's wedding. And I drank, and I was 17 years old. And I came home, and I was buzzed. And my mom was sitting in the, ki- in the kitchen, and she's like, oh, sit down, tell me all about the wedding. So I'm like, okay. You know, and you know how you're talking, and you sound like you're right. fine? Not when you're drunk. But you're slurring. Not when you're drunk, yeah. And she's like, so what yeah. color were the bridesmaids? And I was going, oh, what kind of flowers? Was the cake good? What was, like, the music? You know, I mean, she's going, I But you've talked to a drunk person for it. You yes. always know they're drunk. She's just sitting there, and I'm like, yeah. And I stand up. I go, I'm going to go to bed. She goes, well, I hope you sleep well. I go, well, thanks. And she goes, and just so you know. And I turn around. She goes, you're drunk. <laughs> and I'm like. You're caught. Am I really? And she goes, I don't know what you were drinking, but you're drunk. And I yeah. was like, no, I'm not. She goes. Yes, you are. She's like, and don't let your father know. <laughs> oh, yeah. But then I you knew lie better. To her too. I, I look right in the face and be like, oh, I know. Uh, not me. I know. Um, I, I make sure that when my boys come in, but have you ever talked to someone that was stoned and you didn't know it? I have. A bunch of times. That you didn't know it? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I was, I've been at parties. I don't think so. Uh, I, I, I bet you got I bet by you I have. Yes. I've been at parties recently like I, we have this really nice backyard. We have like the lake out there and a bunch of decks, and like I have it all wired for sound. Like everything's on my phone, so I just like you know tell the the you know Echo Dot thing to play music in the walls, and it plays it everywhere. So like I, mean, I got a big barbecue pit out there. I have people out, 
and I've had people out where I'm talking to them, talking to them, talking to them, and then they just pull it out and they, and then they're just talking and talking. And it's the exact same. And I'm like, holy shit, you were high when I was, <laughs> like, I did, I I came up to them when they were already high. I didn't know it. Had no idea. The conversation was that. So like, that's my. I'm almost. I I'm I'm not even a smoker, but I'm almost lean, leaning to the point as I get older where. I think I'd rather smoke than drink because I do see the impairment. I've never talked to someone who even had three or four beers in them. I didn't know they were drunk. Or you could smell it too. Like, oh my God, it's right on your breath. Sometimes the vape pen, I don't smell it on them. I've had podcasts where the person's getting high the entire time. And I look back and watch the conversation. It's a perfect conversation. It's, it's, it's almost it's as good as Trump's like, perfect oh, oh. conversation. We're not going there. <laughs> no, no. But anyways, uh, so like I see the impairment with the booze. I'm not sure that I see it. Like I did not know um, my bro- my ex-brother-in-law. He was a daily wake and bake, wake, wake up in the morning, get high. I did not know that at all. I was around him uh, dozens and dozens of times just at bars before I was married to his sister I was around him at family functions. He was stoned every single time. I didn't know it at all. We did a remodeling job in his basement, and I found out then. Cause he Do you would, think he's a functioning pot smoker? He's a totally functioning pot smoker. Well, there's functioning alcoholics. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, I think you still know him there a little bit. There was uh, some guys that I knew that, that were like uh, import-export guys, and they would drink a bottle of vodka a day, but you knew it. Like, they were drunk. Like, you know, like, right. not falling, but you knew that they were not all right. I, I'm just very, very anxious to see how it's going to play out. Right. It's going to play out. I mean, out. it's right. going to play I, I, out. Right. And I'm, 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 I'm a little I'm a person, person right. in a big world. Right. And I, I just know it. But I just am, I don't think that there's been enough thought through some of this. Um, I don't know how Colorado, California. I don't do be. enough of any of it to no. really have a, like, hard feeling about it. But like I said, I almost at this age think, boy, I don't need like a social lubricant not to talk because I, I never shut the fuck up. But like if I was to like really weigh my options, be like, all right, I'm going to either have three or four beers tonight or two or three, five glasses of wine, whatever. Wine. I start drinking wine and it seems well, to be like... there's more alcohol in that. I know, but for me, I can have two beers and be like... Mm. I'm done with that. Like I'm good, but when I start drinking wine, somehow I don't even third. I don't think about it. Before I know it, I'm on my third glass. I'm like, oh wow, that. Another thing is just like with beer. Like if you're drinking out of a bottle, you have proof how many you've had. With wine, you're filling a glass. Right, sure, 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 sure. But I just, I mean, I'm not saying it's the wine for me though goes down better. Yeah. The second glass goes down faster than the first one. But the thing is, I mean, it's not for me. It's for my problem is is that. Like to see these twenty somethings getting all excited, I think that they. I do wonder how to play it. I really do, and we're gonna see because we're gonna we're gonna firsthand see it, and people that are against it are gonna have like stud. They're gonna have data that's going to show them the arrests right. and then the car accidents. Right. And the thing and the- is, I don't see a need to pick it. I never have, you know, no, to pick. No, it's no, gonna no. happen, and I I, I, heard, I did I did. Um, run into somebody who wants to pick it she wants to Where pick are they it gonna go and they do want that? to pick it the um 
the distribution center, whatever it's called. Yeah, the dispenser? Called, yeah, the dispenser. She wants to pick it there. She actually asked me. And I was like, what first of all, I have better done? things to do with my time than to walk around with a sign that's right. probably not going to do. But, when right. is the last time someone carrying a sign? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Vietnam War. I guess, right, maybe similar. then. But I mean, you that's see all this. I, I just signs. really don't have the need to go out there and walk around with a sign. I mean, it is what it is. It's a law that's passed. And if it's going to help taxes, then good. But I don't know if it's going to be as great as everybody's saying. I do wonder. I know that health-wise, we pay as taxpayers. Because there's a lot of people that, that didn't, you know, if you're an alcoholic your life, you probably didn't save. You probably don't have insurance. So then when you have an alcohol-related disease when you get older. Right. We end up paying for that. But the same goes way more for cigarettes. Like people that, you know, smoke and smoke and smoke. Right. We spend billions and billions of dollars as a country for tobacco-related, you know, oh, whether yeah. it's cancer in their mouth, stuff like that. that so the, those are things that freaked me out. I chewed for the longest time, and then I saw a picture of the guy Somebody with the whole with jaw yeah. cut off, mm-hmm. and I was like... Oh yeah, maybe I'm gonna put that down because that's fucking. See, that's, really bad. I think a visual is better. Like to actually see something. Like I watched my grandma, I watched my mom, and I I let yeah, my kids that's... see a little bit of my mom. I saw a lot of my grandma because she lived with us. Of how the process went, and I'd be damned if I was gonna put a cigarette in my mouth after seeing that. Sure, sure, I mean, sure. that was better than any say no to drugs or, right, you right, know, right, my right, mom right. telling me not to. I, I'll tell you what, though, everybody needs. I hear where you're coming from with everything, and everything you said tonight like really seems very, very reasonable. It's not like you're some hardliner, but everybody needs a um, an outlet of some sort for something. Right. Whether it's like you said, you're getting it from working out. I mean, there's people that get it from sex. There's people that get it from booze. There's people that get it from pot. I mean, you know, obviously, if you're getting it from heroin, there's a real fucking oh, problem. Yeah. Or meth. Yeah. Or meth, right? The meth thing. Oh my god, like. <laughs> the meth thing is so comical. I wouldn't want to do meth because I wouldn't want to be the butt of all those jokes. I don't want to be. Yeah, my mugshot, no teeth. Well, I'm, I'm vacuuming my roof. Teeth. You know what I mean? Like I'm, exactly. I'm doing some crazy exactly. bullshit. Exactly. So no, I don't want to be that person. But um, you know, so like, yeah, we will see how it plays out. And I mean, you know, you're when you're feeling chick because my I do change with the way that things are. Like, uh, you know, I'm. Uh, uh, I play a liberal on Facebook, but I'm not that like you know like crazy. Like I'm certainly not a Democrat or anything like that. But you know, would your perception change if say ten years from now, after it's legal for ten years, we have less problems and there's maybe there's less people that are addicted to opioids and stuff like that? Would your view change? Not for you personally, like you wouldn't go do it, but it might change. Yeah, not for me. Right. I I will never. Yeah. My best friend and I both, we both said, well, we would never, we will never. And it's not because we're better than anybody else. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that how we were raised was smoking. Yeah. You know, smoking in the house. And it kind the of, smoking like, to like, me is grosser for sure. I know, yeah. but it, to me it's anything that you would, and my daughter's like, well, then what about an edible? I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't think I would ever, unless I had to, if the doctor yeah. says you right. have to, right. there's right. no other choice. This is what you're going to do. Yeah, I would say that that was the only, when we started talking, the only drawback to 
having this conversation with you was, and I know there'll be people out there that are avid, you know, partakers that'll be like, what does she know? Right. I don't know because She's I've never, never done it. Right. But I have, But that, I mean, for me, that doesn't mean you still can't have concerns. Right. My concern is basically um, how is it going to change things? Like like I said, these when we when back in the 80s, 90s, pot was different than it is now. Just like mm-hmm. you said, porn yeah. is different than it is now. Right, right, it's right. a little bit... No, and there's all kinds of things. I think that that is... That, I think it's definitely, I and for me, like like I said, the porn thing is, it's a, it's a concern, but it's it's a similar concern to the pot thing, um, you know, like uh, <laughs> we have this like a joke between me and this friend of the, that's a woman, uh, we were all out drinking. We think we started drinking at like one in the afternoon. It was one of the rare times that I had like more than like four four drinks. We started drinking at one in the afternoon, and we didn't quit till like. 10 o'clock that night. Like, we went from one restaurant to the next restaurant, pretty much ate lunch and then dinner, drinking straight through everything. It didn't help that at Fat Rosie's, they came and gave us free tequila shots, too, so that it kind of greased things up, too. But she said something about, like, uh, about horny or something like that, and I, I giggled. And she goes, what? And I go, and I go, girls that are horny, that's cute. And she goes, what do you mean? And I go, well, you don't understand. Guys that are horny and girls that are horny, it's a, it's a different fucking thing. She goes, no, it's not. And I go, yeah, it is. You're not a guy. You don't understand. And she goes, what do you mean it's different? She goes, I want to have sex sometimes really, really bad. And I go, yes, that sounds like a girl being horny. Have you ever wanted to have sex with someone and then kill them and stick them in a fucking wall? <laughs> and she goes, no, right? Oh she goes, gosh. no. Happens with guys all the time. <laughs> and I go, not me personally, but you know, there's news stories where a guy fucks a girl in the library and then right. sticks her in a fucking wall. Because he did something. It was like, like and I go like, you know, there is, there are all kinds of times in a guy's mind where he's like, oh my God, what the fuck did you just think? Like, you know, like you're appalled by yourself. Right. Because, you know, where women don't have that. They're not like, you know. Some do. <laughs> Some not, do. Let's not have, have this conversation. Not like a, <laughs> snap, no. Oh. Is, so. is it a TV show? or? Yeah. Oh, no, no. What, it's what? about women who kill their... Significant yeah, but I think most of those are because the guys like beating the shit no. out of them or something. Like for what? Money or whatever. Or they were having an affair. Or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Revenge. Somewhat. Yeah, women so. are scornful, no doubt about that. Yeah, they are. But, <laughs> but you know, there are no, uh, you know, there's all kinds of rape that happens in the world. Yes. Um, never with women. I mean, if you can, if you consider. That high, the high school teacher who's having sex with a fourteen-year-old rape, which it, it is, but it's not rape like, you know, he grabbed you in a park and threw right. you in a ditch and fucked you. Right. That's different. And, so yeah. that's a guy. You know what I mean? So that's a guy horny versus a girl horny is what I'm saying. So and in the porn now, like you'll see weird. Like it's just my problem is is your perception like uh, when I, I think I think maybe my buddy tell me that he watched eight hours a day of it and then I watched him interact with people and I'm like oh yeah you're not right there's something wrong with the way you're talking to women mm-hmm. you also look at women like it's a, an object and guys it's more difficult I don't know how everybody, everybody's different there's a spectrum right so like one woman I think there's people out there that don't like sex like that just, oh, I'm sure. Right, that that's not their thing, but like for a guy, like you can't go like 
months or we even she's uh, a week without sex like that that's insane where i think women can go a week without sex all the time well, well that's not i think a, it depends on the person right right I really but i mean, do i don't think it's a, i think it's more of a you thing. ladies hold the keys to that though right like essentially you can have sex whenever you want to have sex you're telling me this is a whole different podcast <laughs> no right but you can find if you if you said today you're this horny you could go out and you could find a guy. That's what a lot of guys think. That is not true. Why not? I don't think. I mean, okay, what kind of guy you want to pick up like that? Oh no, no, I'm saying no. <laughs> See, that's. <what's, laughs> hey, I, that's why I'm saying there's a dis, the definite distinction between a guy horny. I was on the street in New Orleans. My friend went and got the thirteen dollar blowjob. I'm sure. So I'm sure. I didn't because no, that's okay. I'll go jerk. But off. you could have. I jerked off instead. So I still satisfied that demon, but he was like, well, fuck it. I'll just go. And I, I looked at him like, you're too. She was nasty, the one he went off with. They were like half her teeth. Got, like It was really bad. And God. I looked at it like, you're just too lazy to jerk off. I there, So the porn thing with a guy, especially, oh, my God, a young guy. You mean you had a son? My mom was horrible with that stuff, by the way. Like my mom would be banging on the bathroom door. I know what you're doing in there. Like you know, just terrible, terrible mom when it came to that sort of stuff. As a 13, 14 year old boy, like I was That's trying to a break. That's thing. I was trying to break world records. Like you know, like I just knock the door and say, "Wrap it up." There you go. There you go. There. I don't. <laughs> you know what I do? I do absolutely nothing. And nothing. then I show him the water bill. Because <laughs> it's been a shower forever. Right. So, but, you know, like for a guy, the porn thing actually I think works out okay because he can work that out right. with that sort of situation. My, I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather my son watch porn than go off with other women, like a bunch of girls. I, that's super dangerous. And then the weird thing that we have hang-ups wise in, this, in our country, I think it's more than, than other countries, is we have no problem with our... 14-year-old or 13-year-old going to see a Freddy Krueger movie or a Friday 13th movie or they're going to gorefully slash up a human right. being. Or they're going to play the Fortnite or they're going to play all those other... There's plenty of moms that would sit next to a kid watching a slasher movie but right. they would not sit next to their kid watching a porn. I, I, there's I a fucking no penis problem. going in a vagina I mean, on that I, I TV. I would be like, if you want... You know, he wouldn't. No, my son would God, be, no. And my daughter would be like, what? You know? Right, right. I don't right. think that that is... Not so much appropriate, but I, I don't. I mean, they have to kind of do that on their own. I would, I would probably shit twice and die if my mother sat down and watched me watch a porn. Right. I'd be like, right. I mean, she answered any question I wanted. Yeah. If I had a question, she answered I didn't it. Dare ask my mom. She I was asked, so bad. and people oh were very God. surprised. My mother was, you know, Irish Catholic, a little. No, don't get me wrong. My mom was a sweetheart, really right. sweet Right. My lady, mom was but such just a wonderful so woman. hung up right. on. The sex thing was not a conversation you could have with that woman. Oh, that my not. mom would answer any question. I think I think when you have daughters, you better. She answered my brother's question, and I have said. No, things. I'm just saying. But if you have daughters, you better because. Oh yeah, you better. Well, yeah, I, you know what? You don't I want find, to try and go find out on her own. I don't know about you, but this is totally going off the whole subject is, yeah, here. But that's podcast. Maybe you can we edit this. Right. But I think it's harder to raise a teach a son because uh, about sex so much because, like with my daughter. It was more about, with my son, I, I actually told him what my mom told my brother, and that basically was, um, you need to watch out for the girl. If Don't put yourself in a situation where she could cry wolf. 
Oh, yeah, 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 no. I got that conversation from my father on never pick up a female hitchhiker. And my son helped some girl at college back to her room. She was drunk. She knew him. They were good friends. And when he got back to the fraternity, my ex-husband and his wife were there. It was family weekend, and he told him what he did. He gave him $100. I would have given him a talking to. Yeah, I would have right, said, why right, didn't you right. call? And I asked him, I said, did you not remember? He goes, I did. And I, as I was walking with her, her friend walked by, and I said, you need to walk with me. Oh, yeah, yeah, bring a third person. And he did. So he, right. And he sent her with her to the room, and then he... You know, I said, if anything, videotape yourself. Sure, sure. Well, see, though, know, I had a conversation with my, with my dad. We'll, we'll wrap this up here because we yes. are getting off topic. But we were, um, I would pick up a hitchhiker whenever I saw one. Like, I didn't oh, care. my yeah. God. No, but, 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 wait, <laughs> I'm a guy who could fight. You better anyone. edit this. <laughs> Why? I could fight anyone I wanted to, all that kind of stuff. So what did I care if I picked up? And I'll tell you what. You can't fight a gunshot. No, oh, yeah, you can. Uh-oh. Fuck, yeah, I can. I'll get a hold of that goddamn gun for sure. Oh yeah, you're not gonna get you're not, not gonna if get it's that. Going through your head. No, well, I mean, if someone's pointing one at me, no. But if if you know, if you're gonna try, so, if, they, if they gotta get it out, I can't else. believe that you picked up hitchhikers. Oh yeah, picked them up all the time. And I tell you what, all the every, time. Every not time in Philly, one, right? They no, no, no. was like over there, like, like yo. <laughs> <laughs> I have another story about that too. I'm going to no, uh, right? Uh, but I would pick them up, and then like we were. Uh, Going fishing, I had the boat hitched the one time, and there was a guy walking on the street. I picked him up. His car had broken down, and we took him to the next gas station and dropped him off. And my dad had that conversation with me. He's like, hey, he goes, I understand you can pick up a guy hitchhiker. That's fine. Everything else, you can probably overpower him. But don't pick up women hitchhikers. And I'm like, what? Like, you know, that's what I'm I'm like 19. That's a fantasy. I'm going to pick up a girl hitchhiker and get what I want. And... He's like, well, that's the problem right there. Is yeah. He goes, she, she won't offer, you won't get, but then she'll go to the police and say that you tried to get. And then and nowadays. Get. Right, right, right. So, I, And that was a revelation to me as far as like, I was like, oh, shit, you're right. But where I was going with back on the, the sex stuff was people become addicted to that too. Right. It, it, there, everyone needs an outlet. You have to get something that, that like, you know, satisfies you you know somehow like it's got to be there at some point so like you you know whether it's pot and if someone is using something in moderation like pot for me i don't mind it like it's fine i have never looked at someone at a party and said oh geez what are you doing that and i've been kind of like a little weirded out when i have a party at my house and i didn't say you could do that and they're doing it yeah that and people ask me i smoke can i smoke though they should i mean Somebody right, whips right. it out I, I don't mind you. it, but I, I think later I'd always think like, wow, that was a little bit like weird that it just... Because you know what? I mean, if they're smoking it, it's it's around, you know? And for sure, for sure, for people sure. People ask, they do ask me, may I smoke? If they're at my And you house. think they're going to smoke a cigarette? No, well, that's what they're asking. But I did oh, have oh, my, my best friend's brother smokes pot. Okay. And they were in, they live in Florida. And he did spend the night at my house. She spent the night at my house and he was going to sleep on the couch and he asked me can I smoke pot and her and I were both like and I, I was like I like, honestly I think it was oh my god my dad would kill me <laughs> so, and I was like you know what you can but outside and don't leave any res, res, you know remnants of it oh or I think anything. yeah okay so I had a party and I was actually so hopefully they're not like you know I'm not upset with you but I, w- I have uh 
I grow blue. I grow all kinds of stuff. Like I like to grow stuff. I got like strawberries and blackberries, raspberries, berries, blueberries. I got mm-hmm. a cherry tree, that kind of stuff. And I had pots, seven pots with blueberries in there. The next day, I went out there to feed the fish. I threw like pellets out for the fish. I looked down at my potted plant, and there was eight cigarette butts in my blueberry. And I'm like, See, hey that's, now, I have an issue. I would not that. care if you smoked pot all night here, but don't do that. Here's like, the thing: it's like, you, do you put your trash on my yard? You know what no, I mean? No, and, and the funny thing was, was, like, you saw my golden retriever when you came in tonight. Like, he's a cutie, but if there is something stinky on the ground, that dog wants to roll in it. If you have a cigarette butt and you put it down, he rolls all over that thing i don't know what to get that stinky on him or what but like cigarettes to me are like i'm telling you that would be that would be a deal breaker hottest chick greatest talk conversation in the world smell like a fucking ashtray i'm the <laughs> fuck out of here i gotta go but what if she's reek like pot you wouldn't have a problem i don't i don't smell that that much and then there's the whole if you vape it or or i don't know edible. At, the, at the store we get a lot that they come in and we can smell it I saw I was out for beers and I had a guy tell me that out of the three things out of smoking it, vaping it, or eating it, he would far rather smoke it. That the high is different each way. Oh, I'm sure. And it's supposed to be because it's uh it's um what you call it? Uh I guess you um another guy I I'm having the one guy on to talk about it. So when you eat it it, how does it go? Oh, when you eat it, it goes through your liver because it's filtered that way. And then your liver produces some other chemical. That's how you get a different high when you have the edible. And this is what I'm told. This guy will straighten it out, but I'm probably fucking it all up. But when you smoke it, like light it, smoke it, then you heat it and it does something to it that is the same as the edible because when you do the edible, they bake it. So that makes it hot. But when you vape it, it's not hot. I could, well, yeah. I don't know. So it's supposed to be all different every every different way. And, I mean, I've done every different way, but I don't know if I've known. I've never done them like, okay, on Monday I'm going to do, like, you know, like, it's been so spread out that I couldn't tell you. that. I, I know the difference in the edible thing. The edible thing is more like mushrooms. And I'll tell you what, like, and I'll, I'll advocate for mushrooms again. Um, if that was legal and someone said, hey, you've got the evening to do what you want, I would definitely do mushrooms. That that was definitely again another natural thing that happens on the planet. There's a book out on psychedelics that claims that we are humans because monkeys came out of the trees, they found they got onto the plains and they found horse shit or cow shit and mushrooms are growing and they ate the mushrooms and the psychedelic trips is what evolved to their brain from a primates to where we are now. That's how we gained a consciousness that we have like by eating shit by eating mushrooms <laughs> i understand what you're saying but right but the psychedelic trip was what reset them to be you know to, to expand their mind like you think about your dog or a monkey or something like that a monkey knows i like banana and he gets the banana and eats the banana but a monkey doesn't know that i like banana and so do my grandchildren but we know that we we leave a past like there's certain things you wouldn't do in your life because you your grandchildren or your children would feel like you know they would be embarrassed. Monkeys don't have that. Like there's another level of consciousness that we have. Right. That's not that. And they claim we got that from psychedelic. Now it's just a theory sort right. of a thing. But this is something that's been on the planet as long as we've been on the planet. 
And I'll tell you what, the the mushrooms, the times, and like I said, I'm I'm playing the guy that that was saying, you know, I'm not. I, I don't want you to ever think that I'm trying to make you like you know think about doing drugs. No, but, no. Right, right, okay. Because like I had a buddy pick me up, and he had mushrooms, and he's like, "You want to eat some of these?" And I'm like, at the time I was probably like 19. I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" It looked like a bunch of twigs, dried up shit or whatever. And he's like, "It's shrooms." And I'm like, "Really?" So we ate like a stem and a cap each. Went to the bar. We were drinking, and he looked at me. He goes, "You feel anything?" I'm like. No. Are you? He goes, no. So we did another stem and a cap each, right? Half hour later, you feel anything? No. Another stem and a cap each. And yeah, right. That was way too much. Oh my so then we were like totally shot. Like just totally. I was like sitting at one of the like video poker games or something like that. And this woman next to me, I don't know if she was looking at me or not, but like I just could not stop laughing. Every time I looked over, I was I think I was laughing and she would look at me because I was laughing, but when she looked at me, it'd make me laugh more. So, like, I just laughed the entire night. I went home and fell asleep on the trampoline that was in the yard and didn't wake up until the morning. And I was like, holy shit, was I screwed up. But, again, ab workout. I was, like, like totally sore from laughing as hard as I was laughing. So, the edibles, to me, are very similar. My tank just went out. Went down, the, the timer went off for the... Uh, <laughs> Time to close out. Right, it is. Uh, so... For me, those experiences were, they were hilarious. I mean, mm-hmm. you've had a night where you, like, laughed so oh, hard. Yeah. It, was, it was just great. So, like, the, that was, like, a thing that almost, like, it's in pill form sort of thing. You could take the pill and have that thing. So I'm pretty sure if they legalized cybacillin that I would probably do that again. Really? Yeah, just because it was, it was hilarious. It was, like, it, I mean. But would you make it a regular habit? No, 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 no. See, I don't, and that's the I don't thing. really want I mean, anything except for sex to be a regular habit. That's the only thing go. that I'd like there to be regular. And habit. drinking wine. Uh, uh, <laughs> I like to drink wine. I would never, ever. Um, I've never had a glass of wine on my own, um, ever in my life. I've never like. And a lot of women come home from work. Uh, I and, will. I will yeah, come for sure. Home right. So that that'd be a difference, and I would never do that. Um, a glass of wine to me is the social lubricant for me to. Have the meal and the laughs and the conversation. It spurs conversation. I've had people that come on the podcast. Um, one woman was nervous. She had three drinks before she started. Jesus. And then she was terrific. Actually, she wasn't terrific for the first 20 minutes. And then she was terrific. <laughs> um, so, like, uh, it it helped her have a better conversation. So, yeah, you know what? Like, when I was... 20 years old, I never thought about mortality or anything like that. You're right around the same age I am. Do you think about your mortality all oh, the time? Yeah. I, I do too, all the time. So, right. So, I mean, 50's got to be one of those ages that you really start to be like, oh, It is. Wow, it's here. like, um, I mean, you talked, like, <laughs> I got the arm card. <laughs> but you talk more about, like, the next step. Like, I already discussed you know, my end of life wishes with my children. Right. And I never would have done that in my 30s. Right. Because, right. you know, I'm living forever. But well, here, here, I mean, what, I've had people, what, my friends die. Yeah, yeah. I've, oh, my gosh. Facebook know, is a whole mess um, of dead yeah, people all the time now. Yeah. I mean, my friends died. And my, after my mom died, I, I was always scared of dying. Okay. But I haven't been in the past three years. Now, when I say you talk about your mortality, like, I think about... The things that I want to do in my yes, life. Yes, your bucket list. Not, yes. Yeah, my bucket list, but also like, wait a minute here. 
Like, should I work all the time? Like, the, no, right. no, no. See, I work a lot. I do work a lot. I yeah, work two jobs, no, and stop it doing is that. no. But I have a kid in college. Yeah, so, I get and it, I, you know, and I understand. Once the kids out of college, once the kids out of the college, I'll be a little more at ease. Yeah, because um, I mean, I, I got to fill my life. That's the reason for the podcast. Like tonight was nice. I had a real nice time talking with you. So like, if I didn't have a podcast, I wouldn't have this conversation with you and stuff right. like that. And it's it's Monday night, so I got to have a nice conversation. Now, when there's people over and I make a big roast or some kind of nice meal or something like that, I like for there to be a terrific conversation. I mean, right. I like to have a microphone in front of me now because I like to you know like. Have I mean, I I in thinking of mortality, I do think about. The future and like it scares me at times, and, and then sometimes it doesn't. I mean, well, you, said, know. you said like you were kind of like really with the cybercillin, yeah, because you know what, that's going to be an experience that I'm going to have, and I, I would never do it again, never alone. You know what I mean? It'd be like a situation where if it was legal and someone said, "Hey, four of us are going to get together and trip balls," eh. don't leave the house. No, I wouldn't. Well, no, I wouldn't <laughs> leave know? the house, but I would do that for sure. And then the weird thing about the cybercillin is. Like um, I got a couple of buddies that work for the railroad. That one, you they don't. There's no test for it. There's no test to pick up cybacillin. So like, if you have a straight union job or any of that kind of stuff, you can eat mushrooms and they can't detect it. But you really have to watch when you eat it. Well, you can't, I would not. I, I I would say you're gonna ruin the experience anyway because what the fuck would you want to do that fun thing for and then go do your goddamn job? <laughs> Exactly. You know what I mean? like, but you but know what? Was, There's always somebody who's yeah, going to be dumbass, right? Right. But what what they should do is like make an evening of it, right? So you you know get some food and stuff like that, get some people together and do that. I mean, I had the one time where the guys brought the brownies over, and uh, we like five or six of us ate brownies. Two of the guys that were there were like heavy. They were the pot connection in Manhattan. They were the heavy pot smokers. And they were like, oh, they've never eaten it before. They were so fucked up. They were like, oh, my God. They drove home, pulled their car over at one point because they were laughing so hard. And when they pulled it over, they kind of went like down like towards the ditch but didn't go in the ditch. And it just turned out that my brother-in-law pulled up on them, got out, and said, are you okay? They both kept looking at him through the rolled up window and laughing at him because <laughs> right so like they we laughed our asses off it was fucking hilarious it's a it's a story for later it's an experience that i had so yeah no i'm at the point in my life now where i'm like yeah if somebody told me that they could take me like they have the shamans that do uh like uh, peyote and ayahuasca and uh-huh. stuff like that yes. and they take you somewhere we're like, it's at a place, you're at a ranch where you're all, you can't hurt yourself sort of thing. And there's a person that's like, they're, they're the shaman. They're guiding you right. through your trip. Um, the other one is DMT. And I've never done that, but I would I would like, to, that's supposed to last 20 minutes. And it's supposed to be way more intense. <laughs> I think, don't have that kind of But 20 minutes. I could let loose for 20 minutes. And then that's supposed to be like. I don't know. You're supposed to like try and get some understanding of the universe with that sort of stuff. Like it's supposed to be like a way out thing. I think as a life goes, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm adventurous enough where I'd like to try that. Like, you know, but then again, I don't want to try butt sex. So, do you know what I mean? Like, so like, right. (laughs) So like, you know, I, but you know, life experiences, I, and I mean, 
butt sex on me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I was going to add, what um... <laughs> uh, So, yeah, I have no interest Total in that at all. I'm adventurous, <laughs> but I'm not going there. Um, so, right. So, you know, there is, I don't know. Like, I think that, like, if, if someone could guarantee me, like you said, under a doctor sort of situation, right. that I wasn't going to be, like, you know, fucking schizophrenic right. out there or fucking or lose, me. Right, right, lose my, my marbles. Then I'm going to try it because, yeah, if I can come out the other end and I'm good, I don't know. I think that, I don't know. And, I mean, you've been this way for the 50 years you've been on the planet. You know, if you don't change, you don't change. But for me, like, for a while there, I wasn't really like that. But, like, as I get older, I start thinking about, like, yeah. Right. Well, some I, people, I mean, you know, it's. I'm not saying I'm better than anybody else. No, I'm I didn't not get that saying from that I'm worse than anybody else. Right. It's just not for me. And, you know, I mean, a lot of people, oh, goody two shoes, or oh my gosh, you know, I can't believe you don't, you have, won't even try. It's, it's my, my prerogative. Right. I don't want. No, to. I don't drink coffee. I and don't. you said you've never, never had, a, had, cup had a cup of coffee. I've had a cup of coffee. Um, I don't drink coffee because my father can't function without a pot of coffee in him every That's day. How my mom was. Right. So I think I won't. It, to me it always went hand in hand with smoking. And then when I had well, my dad I, quit smoking, but he still still coffee, coffee, coffee. See, my dad used to drink coffee, and as soon as my mom passed, he didn't. Right. So right. it's kind of weird, but that he also weird. has diabetes. Well, you know, but. Um, for me, it just went hand in hand with it, and I've never had, like, when I went and got my um, my braces off, the orthodontist told me never to do it. Oh, never to drink coffee. Yeah. Okay. Well, he said it'll I stain don't. Your teeth. I don't. Honestly, he left out the part that red wine does that too. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I don't just for the fact that I saw my father. We went to Canada. He woke up and he could not function. Like my dad was a guy that was every time he saw me he was together. Everything was together all the time. He always had his shit together. And the one time I saw him with no coffee for a couple hours, like there was no coffee in our cabin. So he had to wait to get to breakfast to get coffee. So we all showered and everything. He was a fucking conniption all morning. He was like Jimmy Gutowski from Taxi. He was huh? Yeah. Just a shot. And I'm like, I, I've tried to have a conversation with him on the way to it was impossible. And I'm like, oh, fuck that. I am never going there because you're a mess. See, I don't drink much pop either. I'm not a caffeine drinker. Well, imagine if you if you were, not you or, you know, or me, but taking the financial of a person that drinks two cups of coffee every day, and and then two cups is not a lot. My dad drinks a pot of coffee a day. Oh, my God. Um, but two cups of coffee a day and a pack of cigarettes. What's that run right now? That's 12 bucks for the two cups of coffee. Okay, so how much is a pack of cigarettes? I, th- I think it's like five, seven dollars now, or something like that. It's like some crazy amount of money for a pack of cigarettes. So you're Somebody talking about sixty bucks for a carton. Yeah, what's in a carton? Is it twenty packs or ten? That can't be. It's gotta be. It's gotta be more than ten. It's a. It's a Is it thing. twelve pack? No, I, I think know. it's twenty. I think it's. But 20 I just, I mean, okay, I, I just don't see. Or is it twenty? Why are we? Why know. are we? I don't know if it's to deter them from smoking. But yet, yeah, no, it's a tax and everything else. And I think and it's to help pay so for the fact that. How much is this pot going to be? I wonder how much pot's going to be. Oh, I think it's going to be expensive. But I, th- that's, I think that's a totally different thing because you, the people that are smoking cigarettes, you're smoking a pack a day, 20 of them a day, right? But the financial on that, it's like $25 a day. And then do the math on you know, just 10 days, that's 250 bucks. 365 days out of the year, holy shit. Yeah, why aren't we? I don't know. 
Can you imagine? It's like eight thousand dollars a year that they're that they're smoking and drinking coffee. See, when my mom died, we had all her pain pills and all her medication on the table. And my dad said, if if we could show that to somebody who's addicted to smoking, that'd be to see. Oh, because that's what she ended up having to have. Yeah. Right. 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 Well. Let's wrap it up. Yes, we're, we're, thank we're you very much hours. for having no, me. No, I'm so happy that you came out. Uh, yeah, and I, you know, like I said, I'm not judging. I'm trying not to judge. I hope it doesn't seem like I'm judging. I'm just more concerned with sure. the type that's going to be out there. It's not for me. Right. Um, I, I mean, I hope that people who aren't doing it don't start doing it. Right. Well, like I said, I'm going to have a guy on that's going to talk about pot itself, and I'm going to have a guy on that's going to talk about the civil reasons like logistically why pot should be legalized sort of situation it's gonna be two more podcasts coming up and then every podcast i don't harp on it throughout it you probably didn't maybe didn't watch all the way to the end or not but i hope you've subscribed to the podcast at some point but uh please subscribe it's super simple just click the red subscribe button down there all it needs is an email just to make sure you're a human being there's nothing to it they don't send you anything just when you come back on YouTube, it tells you when there's a new episode of my conversation with people who know, who know stuff. Um, you can find the podcast on uh, iTunes. You can find it on uh, um, Google Play. Pretty much anywhere where you can find a podcast. And then, obviously, YouTube. So, uh, thanks. thanks. Thank you very much. Yeah, we'll good. see how this pans out. Right, right. Maybe, January 1. Maybe uh, six months from now, we'll have you well, back. Yeah, and, and I really hope that I, you know my concerns are not... Too much, you know. I, I my concerns are yeah. irrelevant. Right. I hope no. that it runs smooth. Yeah, I don't want anyone to get hurt. But if no, it, if I don't want does, anybody to get hurt. I if someone doesn't want, want to know about it. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. just hope that it's not. I hope that it's not through. Right. 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 Cool. Cool. Thanks so much. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.